Welcome back, my friends, to another exciting episode of Traveling Through the 80s with the 80s Kids. I am your host, Rich Oliver. Always with me is my co-host, the guy that puts the banana in your tailpipe, Crazy Kyle Lentz. <laughs> I guess. I, mean, and, I don't know how crazy uh, I am, but hey, I'll, I'll take it. And, and Kyle's co-host, my other co-host... <laughs> He's the guy that I'm my grandma—he's the guy that my grandma always said he's such a handsome man. The guy <laughs> with the handsome looks of a 1940s Hollywood star, dashing debonair Donald Brown. Oh, oh it's yeah. only sad that I only had one person in my lifetime say that. Yeah, <laughs> and she's dead now, so it's over. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'll oh, still well. hold on to that. At least you got one. I don't have any, so take take the one. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. That Donald Brown is such a handsome man. I can't stand it. <laughs> and now I look like I actually was born in the 1940s. So yeah, no, you got good. that 1940s uh, Hollywood look, that Jimmy Stewart. Wow. wow. Uh, well, uh, well your, your, your grandmother really liked me. Yeah, that was about it. Harvey the Rabbit. I don't know. I should have hair. Noise. I mean, right. just I mean, if, if, if grandma was around, if she'd still feel the same today, or if she's like, eh. I bet she would. Oh, I think so. She was really locked in here. So. Good luck, Don Brown. I don't think uh, you could have persuaded her. Made something happen while Kyle was putting bananas in your tailpipe. You right? had a short window. <laughs> you had a short window. Yep, yep. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, All right, so Kyle, so <laughs> where are yes. we exactly heading this week? Oh, this is exciting because we are going back to the future. That's where we're headed. We went back what? to the future a few episodes back, right? But this time, we're going back to the future part two. So we're going to talk about the release of that film this year. So we're talking about the week of November 20th through 29th, 1989. So That's it was a, a pretty week. big week. Ooh, that yeah. week was nine, nine, or 20th to 20th. <laughs> Or 20, yeah, 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 20 to 27. What, 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 you, get, what yeah. you got to understand, kids, is weeks were a lot bigger in the 80s. You yeah. see, yeah, we, so we, that, back in that's why days. it was cooler then. Yeah, sorry, 20, 20th to the 26th, yes. 1989. Yes. Thank you, yes. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, yeah, it was a big week. I don't want to confuse the audience. Right, right. Yeah, well, I think they're confused the minute Some, they click on this podcast. <laughs> Somewhere, Matt. Somewhere Matt's counting his finger and toes. Yeah, he's like, got it right. He's like, he's right. Yeah, that's too many days. That's too many days. It's confirmed, honey. It's confirmed. It's too many. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, the Beatles said eight days a week. The 80s like, you know what? Let's make it nine. Let's just make it Yeah, we're screwed. Let's go. We're going straight up. Nine. Yeah. Ten, whatever. the full seven. So a lot of things. Yeah, seven. 20th to the 26th. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I hope so, because those are the days I researched, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, supposed to research. we're supposed to research? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And we had a special guest for this episode. We did, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So as we're talking about the movie, we decided, hey, let's bring in somebody that was there and enjoy the film. We talked with Jeffrey Weissman. Jeffrey Weissman took on the role yeah. of George McFly from uh, Crispin Glover, who played it in the first film. Um, so he was a... Uh, uh, because Crispin wasn't available, he was brought in and uh, actually had a, a fairly sizable role, but not huge. Um, but he had a few uh, important scenes that that definitely uh, impacted the film. So well, we, it's we like discussed I told that him, with him. 
I told him during the interview, I literally did not know that was not the same guy. <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty I good, mean, that. You know, he pulled it off. Yeah, I knew he would have been a replacement, but there were some scenes that he's actually, you know, playing the character that I didn't know that I actually thought right. was Chris right. Lover. Um, the makeup yeah, and stuff was good. Yeah, when they go into the future and it's old George and they got him hanging upside down and his hair yes. is falling. Like, it's easier to kind yeah. of cover up an actor that way. Yes. But, for some of the other scenes at the right. dance and everything mm -hmm. else, it was like if you yeah. didn't know, if you didn't know that to the no. naked eye, you're just like that's the same guy. Right. I mean, people. And I don't. Sure. I don't think first watching it that I knew that it was later on when I, you know, I realized that they had, you know, kind of switched them out. So, right. yeah, I literally yeah, so, learned that fact during the interview. So that's yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> so you already got to take away. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, let's. Uh, well, why don't we roll into that interview and uh, yeah, we'll okay. uh, come back from there. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. All right, and we are here again to uh, to talk some more uh, 80s, and we're going to talk some really cool stuff today. So we've been here once before, so we're kind of visiting another part of it we can't we did back to the future a, a, a few episodes back yeah uh, today we're we're coming back to the future again but this time to the second film we're going to talk back to the future part two today and we are joined by a very special guest uh who played uh george mcfly in back to the future part two mr jeffrey weissman so let's welcome him to the show and we'll be uh we'll talk in him yeah thanks for being here yeah, yeah thank thanks you. so much Don, Kyle, Rich, hi. Hello, back. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, for joining us uh, here uh, on the show. Um, we're uh, we're really psyched to have you here because uh, we're all big Back to the Future fans, uh, and we are uh, always happy to, to to talk to anybody that was involved in the movie. And in any way, I, and I know you had a fairly I'm large a big fan of the films too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you had a very large uh, uh, contribution to the film by uh, taking on the role of George McFly in Part Two and Part Three. That was pretty pretty exciting, I'm sure. <laughs> it uh, it was kind of a surprise to me. How, how did you get involved with it? I was uh, originally uh, approached, uh, asked if I could be a photo double, and uh, I had a, a lookalike agent give me a call the the first call to go in and have a meeting, and. Uh, I, I, I knew who Crispin was. I was a big, huge fan of his work already. Uh, I did a film with him in 1983 before he got the first Back to the Future film. Oh, cool. Uh, we did a, a film at the American Film Institute. And then uh, when Back to the Future came out, I didn't know he was in it. And when I saw him, I was like, <laughs> that guy, fantastic. And I called him and congratulated him and loved seeing that film i was uh co-starring that summer of 85 in a western with clint eastwood called pale rider mm -hmm. yep. and i wanted to go see what the other films were that that summer and uh, i was already a huge christopher lloyd fan like michael <laughs> j fox from family ties mm -hmm. and then when i was crispin and i was like out of the park fantastic it, absolutely and, and so it was it was a like of course an instant hit and i was big fan when I got the call three years later to be a photo double stand in whatever 
going to have me do. Uh, little did I know that it was mostly because negotiations were falling apart with Crispin. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember when I was up for it, meeting with the assistant directors and then going to makeup and special effects, uh, like body cast things and such. I, I called and said, you know, support me. I need the work. My, my ex-wife was having our second kid. <laughs> I needed my medical coverage. Uh, but he didn't call <laughs> me until after the third film came out. Mm -hmm. And said, you know, what they did to me wasn't fair. I said, what do they do? And he told me all the sort of details. And I said, yeah, you got screwed. <laughs> but um, I, uh, you know, was really happy to be sort of the glue that kind of held it together. Because a lot of people didn't realize that it was a different actor. And right. I think the, you know, I see where Zemeckis and Gale and Canton, Spielberg and Marshall Kennedy, where they were kind of stuck in a, a hard place because they didn't want to take you out of the, you know, the audience to be jarred from the reality of recreating those scenes that they need to be shoot for part two, chasing, you know, Biff with the almanac and all, mm -hmm. um, by having a different face, a different actor there. So they needed Crispin because of that. And so they used his, of course, his life mask to make the makeups that I wore. And I didn't know at the time, unfortunately, that uh, they didn't have his permission to use those. So, mm -hmm. and they weren't going to pay him for it. <laughs> so so wow. he had legal, legal grounds and, and the case, I believe the case never really went to court. I think it was settled as it was going to court outside of court. Yeah. He got three quarters of a million dollars or so. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they're using his face. They should certainly pay. Yeah, well, you know, the it was pretty shifty. It was it was a kind of a rotten situation for all parties concerned, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm uh, as well at the time. I was not allowed to promote myself or or my work in the films because they wanted to keep me a secret. So Chris okay. wouldn't sue, I guess, uh, oh, yeah. or pay attention to it, and I didn't really benefit until many years later from my participation in those films hmm. the uh the fans I, ironically the delorean owners discovered me first and started bringing me to their conventions <laughs> yeah. cool. embracing me and then uh some of the cast reunions starting in 2008 uh, mm -hmm. i got to see you know friends that i'd made on set and uh it was just wonderful to get the fan appreciation from around the world now uh, that mm -hmm. I was, you know, not getting. Yeah. Fan cons. So, right. yeah. so when you, when you, uh, you finally are, are, you know, you're hired as the, the photo double, what was it that they said, you know, we need you to do the lines. We need you to start, you know, performing the, the parts, you know, especially in the, the future scenes and such that well, uh, you I, I was, I was kind of kept in the dark until the 11th hour until hmm. casting finally called my agent, you know, Meet him on set on Monday. Here it's Friday at 6 p.m. and <laughs> let's make a deal. I was like, "What?" Wow. I had, uh, like I mentioned, I went for prosthetic makeup fittings mm -hmm. and body cast special effects, and I figured they needed George in multiple places at the same time. The agent that also supplied Kevin Holloway, who was Michael J. Fox's photo double. Okay, and. As you know, while, say, Michael from 
Marty from part two is on the catwalk while Marty from part one is playing mm -hmm. Johnny B. Good on stage. Right. Yeah. You know, Kevin's up there on the catwalk while Michael's getting the close up or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I figured they were going to need George in, in that type of situation mm -hmm. as well. Uh, and then, you know, when I learned that Crispin wasn't coming back, it was actually the makeup designer, Ken Chase, who said, you know, Crispin's out. You're going to be George. I was like, <laughs> how, how is that possible? Right. I couldn't fathom it because he was so solid in that mm -hmm. characterization. Mm -hmm. He was so wonderful and fun. Uh, and I had uh, done a, a screen test in the young George makeup that uh, Robert Zemeckis, I remember asking Dean Cundy, the cinematographer, mm -hmm. what do you think, Dean? And and Dean saying, I think we got Crispin without the trouble. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute. What is that supposed to mean? Right. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it was odd. But you can see what that makeup looks like from the side. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's yeah. incredibly. That's an incredible likeness. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it, it really did look like him it was obviously from his life mask but hmm. from the front it didn't look so much like anyone right as you can see here hmm. so that's why i think because you know full front it didn't look so much and and it wasn't crispin they kind of kept me either in the background or out of focus when we went back to 1955 and recreated the enchantment under the sea dance or the fight mm -hmm. with biff in the parking lot Hmm. Hmm. but it's 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 really kind of interesting how they were able to to really pull that off i mean the makeup effects came such a long way in that time i mean yeah wow. i mean so so crispin's literally not in the movie at all in back to the future 2 he's not there at all no scenes um, were like shot or is there some yeah i think they used footage from the first yeah, they, film right exactly they they used a, a couple uh close-ups interspersed mm -hmm. with my work well, I got to tell you, you did a good job because till Kyle told me this, I, I thought it was the same guy. Bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, look yeah. at that. I mean, from afar, that looks incredibly, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, just really good. Yeah. And about 35% of the people out there really didn't think there was any change in the actor. Hmm. And, and even to this day, there's people coming up to me saying, no, you weren't George. And I said, yeah, I was. I'm glad. I'm glad they did it. You know, I'm glad they did it that way. I mean, because obviously we know, you know, Claudia Wells got replaced, you know, for two yeah. or three and, and it's a noticeable difference. They're, they weren't trying to, it was like introducing a new character in a way. And to do that with George McFly would have been very difficult. And then it would have really changed or, or they would have had to change the story and, you know, what they'd normally do and, you know, kill off a character or, you know, oh, they're off on sabbatical. They won't be here for that, you know, or whatever changing the story. But the fact yeah. that because he was such a recognizable character with a distinguished voice and a look mm -hmm. to, to carry you through. So, I mean, yes, I mean, it's kind of crappy what they did with Crispin, but at the same time, try to keep that character going. And obviously it's believable because Rich didn't know the difference. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> His characterization of that of George McFly was so fundamental to that first film. To change it significantly would have been, I think, it would have harmed the yeah. the film in some way. But uh, you obviously were able to to keep that, like you said, you were able to be that that bridge 
uh, to well, get. Well, I had, I, I felt uh, very interesting work in 1987. In between TV work, I started performing uh, classic comic, Hollywood comic characters uh, at Universal Studios in Hollywood on okay. the tour. I started playing Stanley Laurel and learned how to get Stan Laurel's mannerisms and, uh, you know, take the heels off the shoe to get his physical footed. Mm -hmm. and, right. and then a year after playing Stan Laurel, I started playing Charlie Chaplin. A year after that, started playing Groucho Marx and studied the uh, postures and, and the Lazzi, the bits and the, you know, the various mannerisms. Hmm. And they gave me uh, screen tests and makeup tests for uh, Crispin and, and Tom and Leah. And I studied those. They got, got to spend some time on an OVHS uh, watching where his center of gravity was. You know, he leads kind of it's kind of forward like this. And his hand is like, you know, hey. you know, and so I got uh, the benefit of footage that has rarely if at all been seen him mm. and the, studying the and his other hello in fact i i remember after he got his settlement i called crispin and i said uh you know actually he wouldn't take my call <laughs> and and uh his out, outgoing message on his answering machine was just him saying hello and so one time i called him and said hello just like he did on the answering machine and he picked up <laughs> laughing thinking thinking that i was one of other friends and i said it's jeffrey you know do you want to decompress debrief from all this michigas <laughs> and I, oh yeah sure sure yeah i'll get back to you haven't heard from him since oh <laughs> <laughs> well you tried I, you know i understand yeah, what yeah. heartbreak is I mean, he poured his soul sure. into that first film. He, mm -hmm. first of all, had months and months of rehearsal and mm -hmm. then six weeks of shooting with Eric Stoltz. Right. Yeah. So everyone really had their characters down pretty pat and right. rehearsed very well. When I got thrown into playing George all of a sudden, I had literally the script delivered on a Saturday, one day with the script, and then I was on set on Monday morning. And I was wow. like, wow. Yeah. And I looked at my uh, part two and was a script called Paradox. Mm -hmm. And they purposely called it Paradox because they didn't want to say Back to the Future sequel because people would have charged them an arm and a leg. It was, it was the highest right. growth film in 85 right. you know, on, mm -hmm. on locations and rentals. They called it Paradox. Two and three were one. Yeah, they're, they're, let's make it two films. I don't know. Um, I looked at the script and I didn't really have time to make a lot of notes or changes in it or such. And I looked specifically at the scenes in 2015 mm -hmm. where I, you know, would have a little breathing room to do some creative stuff, you know, Jeffrey Weissman as an actor instead of imitating Crispin. Um, and when there are rewrites in a script, the pages, every rewrite gets a different color. Mm -hmm. And that right. kitchen scene, for example, in the McFly household of 2015, is a rainbow of colors because <laughs> they they didn't know what they had, what who who they had, or right. uh, in one version, Marty is in the ortholev being hung upside down. 
<laughs> and you know, what happened to your back, Marty? Uh, oh, I was playing squash. You know, yeah. went out. You know, um, there have been statements, and I, this, you know, turning into urban legend or myth. Uh, why he was hung upside down? Well, uh, yes, some people say, well, they wanted to obscure it was an actor. Um, which I don't think is really the case, though I've heard yet Bob Gale even say that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, didn't you say elsewhere that uh, Bob Zemeckis and Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale uh, were tired of Crispin overshooting or undershooting his marks? Mm-hmm. So let's hang him upside down and put him on this rail so we can control him and he'll only be in focus for camera. Yeah. You know, so you hear all these different stories as time goes on and People spin different tales. I know Crispin has spun some very interesting tales. And as anyway, mm-hmm. I'm uh, really happy to be a part of the film set. How long were you upside down for in those scenes? All day. <laughs> uh, I had, um, I remember, well, first of all, you have to remember that we had Mike uh, only at night or on the weekends because he was shooting last season of family ties right that's true in the day mm-hmm. and so when we we had mike we would try to shoot straight through if we got him friday as soon as he got off we would keep him until monday morning when he had mm-hmm. to be back on the paramount set i said mike when do you sleep yeah <laughs> he said in the limo in between the studios <laughs> wow that, that's um, energy but, right uh, there <laughs> commitment yeah, <and> <laughs> He's a feisty guy. So George, you know, starting from outside the the front door and making his way through the uh, living room, uh, TV room and into the kitchen, uh, we'd have some damn days. I remember one week and one week my paycheck, my time card had a 1921 26 long day and generally those have maybe i don't know there's a thing called turnaround where you had less than eight hours and the forced call before you had to be back in the makeup chair and the makeup Hmm. itself took four hours a day to apply another hour at the end of the shoot to remove Hmm. wow so it's quite a quite an amount of time in it yeah it's crazy baby i'm telling you it was crazy (laughs) <laughs> you hear yeah you always hear about those people that are in the makeup chair and it's like you know three four hours some people even longer you know just to get the the makeup right all day yeah just, well, just to do yeah that. with some of the creature makeups now with these incredible creature effects that you have now I, i'm good friends with uh doug Tate and and brian mm-hmm. Steele mm-hmm. and uh mr jones you know all these guys who play creatures and robots and various other things and uh, you know, they spend a lot of time in the effects trailer chairs mm. and body casts and so on. Oh, my so. goodness. Yeah. I mean, I don't, Doug Jones is is quite a, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, quite the talent when it comes to playing creatures and robots. <laughs> and he's a terrific guy. And, yeah. and they're all terrific guys. You know, I, I worked at Universal with uh, Doug Tate. You know, he was a Frankenstein well before mm-hmm. he, he's been doing the creature stuff now. And and then Creature Boy himself, Brian Steele, who was robot on the more recent Lost in Space, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, he got because uh, poor Kevin was killed from pneumonia from the 
bodysuit on Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Brian then stepped in after Kevin passed away and he's just never looked back. You know, mm. he's, he's just been working and working. I have, <laughs> if you guys would like to see um, a little, little video that was cut from, it was deleted from the making of Back to the Future 2 mm-hmm. because, you know, they wanted to keep me a secret. Sure. Um, yeah. So if you'd like to see it, it's a, sh- a short video. Let me sure. try to Love to get it up here and do this share screen thing with that and do this. Uh-oh. Can you see anything? It, it doesn't pop up, but yeah. I mean, I've got the share, but not the video. Okay. Well, where is it? There we go. How about oh, now? Is. Can you see yep. it? Yep. We got it. Yay. All right. This should this should play. So this is Nancy Vasta uh, gluing my neck in. Behind you can see uh, Sonny Berman working on me on, uh, there's a better shot of Sonny. Uh, Leah is in the next chair being worked on by Mike Mills and Kenny Myers. Legends in the makeup world worked with us. Marvin Westmore, the famous Westmore family. Even Zoltan and his wife came in and helped on days that, you know, there's five or six people needing to be put in prosthetic masks. Zoltan got the, uh, Academy Award for Mask. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. Like I said, if, if I needed to be on the set by 9 a.m., I was in the makeup chair by 4, 4.30. Mm. Wow. Uh, after I mean, that... being glued in into the process, uh, they then let me take a half an hour break for a breakfast burrito or something. (laughs) Well, that must've been so busy, especially for the 2015 scenes, because you've got Michael J. Fox. He's had three different characters, you know, playing. And then, you know, everyone had to be aged uh, a bit in those scenes. So they quite a lineup. Contributor of for the long, long days, because uh, we'd shoot with Mike as Marlene and then Mm -hmm. she'd go and get, changed into Marty Jr. Mm-mm. And then he'd go get changed into Marty Sr. At, for all those scenes at the dinner table and such. Mm. And it would take once a, a two to three hours for Mike to get changed. Yeah, so you're shooting like three different a, versions of the same scene, essentially. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah. And I, I mean, just looking at these scenes from the, you know the reshoots of the original film at the Enchantment of the Sea. I mean, it's it looks like it was the original footage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, that's incredible. Yeah. So it's really, really awesome. Really, really cool. And the the cast was really, you know, really uh, great to work. Like they they were very accepting of your coming in. That was because sometimes you hear stories where they recast, and it's always a little. Uh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, I it at first. It's really cool. Yeah, that's that Panavision, uh, Panaflex, Vista uh, mm-hmm. Vision that was run by the Tondro program on a track. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the film is actually spliced inside the camera. Mm-hmm. Mike to play the multiple roles, or Tom to play the multiple fifths. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had to block the scenes and stick to that, nail it down, and not veer from it at all. Wow! So wow. things like this always were problematic. 
It must have yeah. made it a, quite a longer shoot then in those cases. I mean, just because of oh. the, you know, have to redo everything exactly the same way each time. Exactly. It was, it was it's a very long uh, shoot days and nights. Like I mentioned, I, I remember uh, getting Zemeckis aside once because I was a huge Who Frame Roger. Oh, yes. Are you going to do a sequel? Going to do it? It was like, nah, I don't know. But because the, uh, the talks were that they were going to do a sequel. Right. Like Beatles. But, um, I said, because the complications of shooting live action on top of animation or vice versa. He goes, no, no. It, I have more compl complicated shots and effects on this film than I did on Rock. Wow. Really? And I'm I remember sure, yeah. one of those, those really long nights, the, uh, you know, the, where Lorraine pulls the shade up on the projected view yes. on the McFly 2015 home. Mm -hmm. And it's a brick wall behind. Mm -hmm. We couldn't get that properly. <laughs> we well, Zemeckis figured it out and we came from dinner at 4 a.m. And, and Bob Z said, Leah, why don't you just beat your line, pull a string from all, look at camera saying your line to Marlene and pull the string on your line. And that way we won't see the flick of the projector turning off. And it worked <laughs> and we went home. Zemeckis <laughs> <laughs> was a great problem solver. It was mm. really, really lovely. And, and yes, at first, I remember that Enchantment Under the Sea Dance was one of the first scenes we shot. And when Mike and I came face to face when I was coming in, he saw the makeup and said, oh, Christmas is going to I was like, Great. okay. <laughs> and, and it took a while, even after the shoot, Leah didn't quite remember my, her and her mom on the universe. Um, but over the years, good friends and at, at first and i totally understand it you know i was this replacement that they worked with and trusted and loved and mm. I don't know, billy zane billy zane told me he thought that leah was in love with with crispin <laughs> well, that <meant>. yeah <laughs> that's cool that that's really cool now with uh moving into like uh Part three, you were were you just in the scenes uh, towards the end of the film? Was that you know just uh... yeah? I remember um, Zemeck at one point while doing part two, saying uh, that you're doing. Uh, we'll give you a part in part three uh, without the makeup. Hmm. I was like, that that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> cowboy or something and I, I remember reading the script and finding the western union telegraph guy and thinking hey that's that's fun i want to do that scene <laughs> and when i brought it to bob z or i'm sorry bob gale he said i think that's um take a cast already yeah and i went okay well uh, how about something else and he said we'll find you something don't worry don't worry don't worry and uh, it, it never happened oh. <laughs> Darn it! But I got the one one day um, uh, after Marty comes back, mm -hmm. after Clint Eastwood comes back, <laughs> and and uh, I'm there in the background looking for my yeah. glasses. Lorraine, have you seen my yeah. glasses? I go. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, awesome. But it was really good to spend, you know, uh, some quality time with Wendy Jo Sperber mm -hmm. and and uh, and see the cast again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Absolutely. really cool. Yeah, at least you know, at least you were there to to experience it from the you know towards the end of the sure the shoot. So did they cool. did they change anything with the the debacle and the change up with with Crispin and you coming in? Did they change any of the script or any possible things where George McFly would have had more of oh, a yes. role in either the films? Yeah, I I I had to fight to keep some lines. Hmm. I, I like I said, the the rewrites were a rainbow. Those scenes in particular, right. 2015 McFly home, and as Zemeckis was saying, uh, Mike, you take this line, and Leah, you take this line. I was I raised my hand, even though I was upside down. I raised it upside down. <laughs> I said, Hey, I can act. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to take some of these lines. Sure. Uh, and I and Zemeckis let me do a little bit of improvising. I. Mm -hmm came up because my head, you know, at the front door was butt level with Marlene. <laughs> yeah. And they put her in these orange hot pants or a little stuffed. Uh, I thought it looked like a pumpkin. So I came up with the house granddad's little pumpkin. Um, <laughs> okay, it, now I get great. it. Yeah. It didn't translate. I recently saw it in Italian hmm. and I'm dubbed in Italian saying, how's granddad's little sparrow? I was like, no, it should be pumpkin. <laughs> and and i speak i'm dubbed in japanese really well i saw that just last year during the pandemic oh, okay you know, we have these fans from around the world mm -hmm. and we did a, i did a zoom with about two dozen of the japanese back to the future fans and every single one in the little squares were dressed as a different character from the films oh no kidding oh that's, that's great fantastic i just yeah I just <laughs> That's something to get a picture of for sure. <laughs> oh, the cosplay! I uh, oh yeah, I pre previewed for Kyle. Um, just when we were testing the the screen share, I probably can't find it now. Um, <clears throat> the cosplayers that I've met at the fan cons around the world have just been fantastic, really um, supportive and loving, and you know, want to be my friend forever. Um, <laughs> this wonderful couple that came out to some of the events we've done for Michael's charity here in the States, um, dressed their one-year-old uh, as the only old George McFly cosplay I've ever seen. <laughs> what a great idea. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, so that's, that's the hilarious. only old George Ortholev cosplay I've ever seen that he's one years old. Please, folks at home who are watching this, the child was upside down for only 10 seconds. There was no abuse <laughs> going on. But yeah, that's great. I mean, it, any of these these types of properties, have, they have such a, a huge fan base. I mean, it's always, a, you, you get so many passionate people that are, you know, they they uh, they just want to share the, the experience of what that movie means to them or what that, you know, whatever it is, series or anything. I have some fans that write me every day. <laughs> I kid <Wow>. you not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, others, it, others once a week. <laughs> but it, it's such a, I mean, it, it was such a, a, a huge part of, uh, you know, just uh, even myself and I know Don, you'd agree to, to just our, our formative years that it just, it really, it, it meant so much, especially when, you know, you saw the first film, there wasn't supposed to be a sequel really um, but when they finally, you know, twisted their arm enough, Bob Gale and Bob Smekis, to make the sequel, we were, we were fortunate enough to get, you know, the the 
the sequels that they gave us, which were great. Yeah, I my love understanding it. is uh, when it went to VHS, they added to be continued. At yes. The, at the yeah. Just as a joke. As a joke. Yeah, because right, it wasn't in, originally it, there was nothing there. It just ended with the the car coming towards the camera, and then yeah, when the VHS release, they had to be continued. Everybody's like, oh, when's the sequel coming? And they're like, there wasn't one plan. Exactly. <laughs> and you know it was very smart. The uh, and then sequel mania took place in mm -hmm. the late eighties. Everyone right. yep. was doing some god awful television show remake or sequel to mm -hmm. another film. And finally, the studio threw enough money at all the principal players. They mm -hmm. said we're going to do this, and and the the Bob's developed the script and shifted mm -hmm. from uh, hippie George and Lorraine to futuristic. <laughs> so. Uh, I remember because I was subscribing to Variety and Hollywood Reporter at the time, one of the headlines was called Back to the Bank, which basically was uh, talking about how many millions they threw at Chris Lloyd and Michael J. Fox to get them to yeah. come back and agree to do the sequels. Well, the, the building blocks were there. And building yeah. blocks with cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, and I mean, we got to, I got to jump back a little bit before that because you're still a part of so much of our, once we, you know, we're doing an eighties podcast. So, I mean, Max Headroom, we were watching Scarecrow, Mrs. Mm -hmm. King, we were watching and I got to, got to talk about this because most people, I don't know if everyone knows about this movie and I know he had a very small part, but I absolutely love Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, oh, Johnny Dangerously. Great film. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, it's like, and there's just so many cameos and so many great, great lines that I think I quote in my everyday life. But so it's just really cool that you were part of all of those, you know, things. And, you know, and I, and I, I think I can honestly, Back to the Future, the first one was the favorite until two and three came out. And then I really, I feel like I, three was one of my favorites. But now just after talking with you and, and the connect that we have now with Back to the Future 2, I'm like, now I want to go back and watch it again and again. Um, and that's probably going to be my 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 new my new favorite. But I, I what I love about part two that I think a lot of people really don't don't uh, uh, pay attention to is they really just deconstruct the first film. I mean, it's it completely yeah. takes it and, and just pulls it apart it looks at it looks at it from another it's so brilliantly done that no movie's really ever done it that way um which i thought was really really great about it yeah but, to well, go people, back to that original yeah I, i'm often asked you know which what's your favorite of the trilogy and for a while i love i love three because of west the westerns and the Ooh. the uh tribute to westerns it, it did but but the and everyone expects me to say number two but the first film really was my favorite mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really was fantastic and i i was listening to an interview with with robert zemeckis and he had said that two is probably his most interestingly it just just his most it, it, the one that really stands out to him because he said the the way they handled that the way it was done he just says he wishes he was more hands-on with the editing because he was shooting three while they were editing two and it was right and and he would be up in sonora shooting mm -hmm. three and he would actually fly back to la to edit at night which wow. is crazy. It's <laughs> it's like, when do you sleep, Bob Z? Right. Yeah. Now in today's day and age, that's not an issue. You know, you got so much technology to, to, to probably allow him to not have to fly. But yeah, back then. I, I, uh, it was very uh, special for me to work on Johnny dangerously because I had been such a big fan of a lot of the principles on that. I remember my day, my work day was over 
but I hadn't met Joe Piscopo. And I went over to yeah. his trailer and knocked on the door and said, come in. So I went in and just to tell him, you know, what a fan I was. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we spent about an hour chatting about how much he loved making movies and the mm-hmm. stand-up comedy and so on and so forth. Yeah. I uh, adored Mary Lou Henner, who showed up on a yeah. commercial shoot that I was on uh, and was a doll. And, and I remember seeing Maureen Stapleton coming uh-huh. to the, the makeup trailer, <laughs> still in her house coat with her <laughs> newspaper under her arm, 7.30 in the morning. I, w- I was already done with makeup. And I was like, uh, my jaw dropped because here's the fantastic Maureen Stapleton who I love yeah. from stage work. Sure. And without even looking at me, she said, it's, un- it's not polite to look at an old woman first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was just that, that much alone was thrilling. So at, at uh, the rap party, I really wasn't making a living yet as an actor and uh, did catering jobs or valet parking in between different movie and TV work. And I got my catering company I was working for, got the rap party for Johnny Dangerously. Oh, cool. And at that rap party, they showed all the cut musical numbers. I don't know if you know that there were several musical numbers. I think they only kept Mary Lou Henner's. Um, oh, yeah. And they showed them and I saw, we all saw why they were cut. It was like everyone was either off key or <laughs> flat or, or hilarious. And I, I think it would almost add to that. Uh, just the fact yeah, that you know, it was they, were, they were very funny musical numbers. <laughs> were, I thought it was pretty good, but it would have made it super long. So I was, right. I was serving drinks to uh, Michael Keaton and Amy Heckerling and Keaton <laughs> looked at me and he turned to Amy and says, well, wasn't he in the film? You know, so, Oh, wow. Well, that's good. (laughs) That's awesome. He's such a talented uh, And I made friends friends with Dom DeLuise, who was in in my scene as the Pope. Oh, yeah. And uh, Dom and I sort of stayed in touch. And he, when he got his candy camera redux over at Universal, he had my Oliver Hardy and me as Stan Laurel come and warm up his crowds and do comedy. Great. And then he awesome. would specially request us for like the opening of the Feifel Mouskowitz show, the American mm. Tale show and for this special promo events. It, it was, Dom was really great to me. I remember him introducing me to uh, Mel Brooks and Ann Bancroft at oh, the cool. silent movie theater one night. He said, Mel and this boy, Jeffrey, would, when you see him as Stan Laurel or Charlie Chaplin or Groucho Marx, you think they're there. He's good. Blah, blah, blah. And I reminded Mel that I had my Marx Brothers team had actually auditioned for him for Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh. And Mel said, yes, I liked you guys. I wanted you for the banquet scene, but the actor playing Don Corleone, the mafia boss, he wanted too much money. I had to cut somewhere and you guys went the way. Oh, At which point I realized that was, was played by Tom. So I just turned it. Oh, wonderful. That's, that's awesome. So that's great now- that connect with that many i mean for you know small scene normally you're only in the set for a short amount of time to be able to connect with all those you know all those great talents that were there so i mean yeah the experience on on that movie had been incredible i i can't help it i love movie making i love being a part of it but behind the camera and in front of the camera one of the first ones film sets i was on sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band with mm. peter frampton and the Bee Gees. Yeah. i'm uh, I'm in four different scenes. I play Strawberry Fields' brother in one scene. I'm in the Earth, Wind, and Fire crowd, and uh, get brainwashed by Alice Cooper. <laughs> I remember there was a, a this blonde dancer named Cheryl who was 
you know, doing these movements. And, and I got bumped up to a SAG contract because I got to do some dance movements. Oh, wow. And I, I kept, you know, kind of flirting with this gal. And, and on the second day, uh, we went to lunch together. And uh, I was really kind of very excited that this girl, I was getting ready to ask her for a date. And on the third day, you know, Alice had been on the big screen and I think just had gotten out of rehab or something and was going to be there live on the third day of shooting that scene. And uh, I remember getting out of wardrobe and makeup and going straight up to this dancer, uh, Cheryl, and, and she saw me, she said, oh, Jeffrey, great. I want to introduce you to my husband, Alice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. And you know, they're still together. It's That's, a, That's great, though. Same thing on, on Twilight Zone movie. Oh, I love Twilight Zone. Um, I just I loved watching Garrett Brown and his steady cam. That was one of the first times he, he really put it to work up and down. Back then it weighed 65 pounds or something. Yeah. And and standing next to Alan Davio, a lot of the time Alan Davio, the cinematographer, would put the camera where my seat was on the airplane because mm-hmm. they were shooting John from that angle. Right. John Lithgow, the uh, key, mm-hmm. key performer. And uh, I'd go to the back, back of the plane and hang out with some of these professional extras like Milton Burrell's brother, Jack, who would tell me the story of how Milton got kidnapped at gunpoint by Al Capone's guys in Chicago. You got to play my, you got to play my club. And Milton was like, no, no, no. And at gunpoint, he agreed to. Uh, and <laughs> then uh, a guy named Spaz with the giant Mohawk who had just come off Blade Runner where he had a fight with uh, Harrison Ford's character, mm-hmm. which got cut. Uh, and then, and just adoring, having a great time with Donna Dixon oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, at the rap party, I was going to ask her for a date, and then uh, she re- re-met with uh, Dan Aykroyd. She had just right. broken up with the, the cat from, from Kiss. Oh. <laughs> Stanley, Paul Stanley. Anyway, yeah, so I love finding out about the cameras and finding finding about different crew positions and what they do and just mm-hmm. loving it. And so I, I do some directing and, and producing and writing, and I teach, I mentor Oh, cool. And I coach actors all the time. Oh, that's fantastic. So, that's that's great. I love the process. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it just even just the, the things you've you've been involved with so far has just been, you know, it's made quite an impact. I mean, well, especially in the 80s. Yeah. Like, you guys yeah. for finding <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, well, thank you for, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Listening to those stories, so seeing fun. those those pictures, uh, it's just wonderful. Uh you know, uh, just hearing the, 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 the how that experience was for you. So it's great. Well, what, one of the uh, things that got me into Hollywood was screen testing for this film. Ah, War Games. A great, yeah, uh, great the original movie. director, Martin Brest, mm-hmm. had told this agent that I was his favorite for the lead of David in that film. Oh, and wow. It was a, called The Genius at first, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and this agent pursued me and I moved back to Hollywood because of that. I was actually doing my my studies at the American Conservatory Theater to get my master's and hmm. came back a little little quick and finally started working. Oh, wow. I've been busy since. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Well, I, I just want to thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sorry it, we lost Rich. Goodbye, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. I think he, he might have lost his signal, but we'll, we'll catch him up when he uh, he'll get to see it and hear it soon. Yeah. So. No, thank you so much. I mean, this uh, we love. Yeah, we we like the process too. I mean, everything from watching it to you know being involved behind the camera, in front of the mm-hmm. camera, and learning all the nuances and and the stories that we just don't know that you know. The, so now when we watch it again, we can appreciate it so much more. Like, oh, we Absolutely. know we know something you don't know, or you know, be yeah, able to share I, the. 
I've really got a great ton of, ton of other stories. You know, could do a special on Pale Riders sometime. It, I, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. definitely be uh, having you back for sure. We appreciate you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Don. Thank you Thank so much. You. I'll see you in the future. All right. <laughs> Okay, that was pretty good. I like. Yeah, you know, he has some interesting, interesting stories that uh, yeah. behind the scenes stuff that I liked. Um, well, yeah, no, he really. showed the that video footage. Uh, I know you mm -hmm. in the audience listening can't couldn't see it, but he showed us you know actual footage yeah. of you know scenes from behind the scenes stuff that he he had. Uh, it's almost like he carries that, really that cool. like he it, to prove to people he was in. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's got to be like, look, it was me. I swear. Right. Right. See, that's me in the picture. But yeah, that was a really great, great interview. And I love I, yeah. to, get to learn the behind the scenes stuff and see some stuff yes. that and hear stories that, you know, you don't, you know, you see, yeah. you don't see by Googling. You get, you got right and, from him. I, yeah. I, and, and not I, only learning the fact that he it. didn't even know, he didn't even know he was going to have the role till that yeah. Saturday before they started shooting. And that's well, pretty yeah. crazy. And I, Just being a stand-in or his photo, mm -hmm. what do you say, his photo double? Photo, photo double. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I think it kind of says a little bit about uh, was it Crispin Glover? Was mm -hmm. it? I mean, when yes. he reached out to him to try to yes, uh, yeah, make amends, to talk to him mm -hmm. about it, and he kind of just uh, uh, you know ghosted him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was uh, that's kind of that's kind of trashy considering. You yeah, know. No, but, you, know, free, I, I, you leave you leave me alone. But I, you know, it's interesting just people like that. You would think people like that wouldn't hold, you know, be spiteful over something, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. But yeah. Well, from it the is. stories yeah. that you hear about, you know, Crispin and he kind of, I think got a little, little, you know, little ego going at the time. So yeah. I, I could, I guess I could understand, but I'm like, I don't like it when they change. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, obviously yeah. we know that, that, you know, Jennifer got changed and it kind of, right. There's two in this. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, it was kind of, I'm like, I kind of wish that Claudia Wells had been on carried all the way through, but obviously mm -hmm. that changed. And then we had Elizabeth Shue, but um, and I don't like when they changed. I mean, imagine if Doc had changed. It just, I think the I know. dynamic of that. So this one, if you think okay about it, because he did a good job of, you know, portraying George. Yeah. It, honestly, in every film, they've changed actors because originally it was yeah. Eric Stoltz yeah. right. before Budget right. Fox. And right. Claudia Wells was actually replaced. Melora Hardin, uh, mm -hmm. if you remember her from The right. Office, uh, yeah. she was originally playing Jennifer while Eric Stoltz was Marty. And then when they hired Michael J. Fox, she was too tall. So they like, we had to fire her because right. she was she too just, tall. Uh, it just what wouldn't a look kick right. in the crotch to her. Right. Hey, yeah. We, we, we brought in a short guy, so you're out of here, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, circumstances out of her control. Yeah, that's what 80s Hollywood right there. Hit the bricks, baby. Poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But well, now thinking about Back to the Future Part Two, did you guys see it in theaters? Oh. I did not. I know I did not see that. I, I think all of them I saw after the fact. I know you guys did. I mean, I know. Yeah, Kyle, I, I did. want to say yes, but I don't remember the experience. I mean, I remember certain I, ones. I do. This one, I Kyle, you camped remember. out for it or what? Well, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I, well, it was me. I went with Steve Jackson. 
because he was a big back to the future fan and when we were hanging out at the time you know we, we were talking about it and he's like yeah, i want to go this is 89 80, yeah 15? we were 15 15 so this would have been what 10th grade 10th that's a pretty dicey time to be hanging with that yeah. accent man yeah you know what i mean yeah he was starting to get into oh, yeah. the hoopla right around that yeah so, uh, this was right around that time yeah he was um uh but it was kind of funny i remember going with him and he um like we were sitting in the theater and like Jackson, pure Jackson fashion, you know, the first scene where old Biff comes in, old Biff is like, he kind of wanders into the, the eighties cafe in the, in the future. Mm-hmm. Jackson at the top of his lung goes loser with a capital L, you know, just <laughs> referencing the first film. <laughs> just, you know, and it's a packed theater. Oh. This wasn't like a, you know, nobody else was there. It was a full theater. Oh. And Jackson's there. I think my brother was with us too. That I think my great. brother, Matt, Matt came with us. I think it was we a previous episode we were talking about, uh, was it Don Machado when, when Jackson yeah. said, give me a beat. Yelling out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was Jackson. <laughs> yep. Give me a oh beat. yeah. Jackson. Uh, just in the middle of a test, <laughs> he would just be like, give me a beat. And then like Vitrano would just go start beatboxing. And he's like, oh Don, get to the office <laughs> and Don Vitrano could send to the office I guess because he was getting egged on because of that oh I don't my know. god so Jackson that's a that is a uh yeah you and, were you and Don that kind of well, well we didn't really start hanging out until I don't think we started hanging until what 90 was, or was, 91 I, it was was it when we started doing the stuff in the uh the, the Friday, Friday Night, Night Lives yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so it would have been 91 so I, th- I we weren't really hanging out before then. Okay, all right. Yeah. So what a mistake. I mean, we, I we yeah, our paths sister, just didn't cross. Yeah, your, well, your sister's like, oh, my brother, he likes Saturday Night Live, and he's a nerd like you. And I'm like, oh, that's all I need. More, more nerds in my yeah. circle. Can I get a couple of jocks and some people that are popular? I'm like, no, no I'm right. Saying, I, I could use a little mix. But, but once well, that, well, because Kyle's sister was in friday night live right wasn't she well she was in my grade no we were she was in this grade she didn't do friday night live well because i I can tell you exactly why she didn't do friday night live because (laughs) oh okay (laughs) that was that was yeah that was a taboo stuff right there but yeah let's not bring that up on 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 live right um (laughs) yeah but yeah literally um but it was it was fun there was well, it just it, yeah, I know. <laughs> just but going back to to back, to, it was it was a good memory with Jackson. Uh, going yeah, around. no, that's interesting. I would if you asked me, guess who I went to see Back to the Future with? That would not have been. I Jackson, guess, yeah, he would have probably been the. Bottom I would have probably would have went through most of the class before I hit Jackson. Yeah, that, I, that, yeah. That's my, good though. That's funny memory. Yeah, yeah, we were horrible about about who I saw. And I know I must have. I mean, if I was in 11th grade, then I could have been driving by then. Probably saw it in Clinton mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or saw it in Utica. But I'm trying to, you know, think who I would have seen it with until. And I may not have. I don't know if it. Because I'm thinking until, you know, we got together and started hanging out with Andy. And yeah, right. That's when we really started hitting the movies really hard because we right. vehicles and cars in time. So until right. that connect happened in 91, I feel like that's when we really started to really jump into movies. Yes. But I'm like, I cannot it remember. Was. Yeah. That was yeah. your school days. You guys were hitting the yeah. movies hard. And I was hitting the jacket yeah. hard. Look where we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, I remember seeing it at the Hoyts Cinema in the mall, Sanger yeah. County yeah. Mall. Nice. I remember that. That's where I saw yeah. it. Um, was that before yeah. the extended on the other side? When did that happen? 
This, I believe it was it was in the extended side, if okay, I'm yeah. not mistaken. I'm pretty sure because at that point, I think the extended side came around the mid '80s, like around '85, '86 ish. Okay, isn't that, isn't it funny that, that that genre was so big back then? They could open up two basic movie theaters in one mall across well, each yeah, other. Well, I mean, it was well, it wasn't one, a separate but, theater. Same theater. Saying, was there just, was that much call for yes. it. Yes, and now there's not even they started, a theater in that mall at all. Not yet. Well, that's a whole, yeah. you know. Yeah. And now a DSW. And, and there was one down <laughs> yeah, in Riverside right. as well, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it was. Now you yeah. were in the tenth row or twelfth row, fourth seat over. <laughs> Some, I mean, you must remember somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It, it was right around the middle. <laughs> that that I do remember. We we yeah. got there early enough where we grabbed a middle seat and <laughs> because it, we didn't have school that day. It was a Wednesday, right? Before, it was a Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so there was no school. That particular day, because this is uh, the twenty whatever. You weren't living on the hill was, anymore yeah. at this point, right? Weren't you down in the middle? No, of no, we were yeah. we were in Waterville at this point. Okay. So, yep. and typically, I didn't have a license, so I would take a ride in with my mom because uh, she would work around two. She'd drop us off at the mall, and my dad so, would pick us so up. So you, you and your mom, <laughs> you and your mom picked up Action Jackson. No, no, he met us there. I think his his uh, oh. mom dropped him off because yeah. Okay. Um, because I remember him leaving. There, I saw two movies within the uh, about a six, seven month period with Jackson. Because we went and saw later in 1990. If we ever get to this one, I'll talk about that. But we saw uh, Ford Fairlane, The Adventures of Ford oh, Fairlane yeah. with Jesus Andrew Clay. You saw never that get one that money too. back, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he was Dice Clay. That was, yeah, Jackson was huge yeah. into it. You know, you had to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jackson. Oh, good. Yeah. Thing too. Good. Good memories oh, with Jackson is, as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> Never knew that. Never knew you had a secret yeah. second life. Well, Jackson and I were pretty pretty tight for for a short time, but yeah. He never sat with us. He never sat with us at the table at lunch. You know, through the years, he didn't sit with us at the table at lunch. No, he typically sat with like uh, you know Marshy. And, I feel uh, like you were before Marshy came with us. I feel like you were cheating on the group with Jackson with us here. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was early on. Th- it was right. early on. He came over and sat once in a while, I think, but yeah. he mostly would hang out with like Mike Bishop, yeah, and Stan Stanbro, and those guys. The boys and, that needed to eat quick um, and get out for a smoke. That's yep. right. <laughs> That was um, it. Yeah, what, whether it was in the movie theater, or whether it was at home, or whether it was renting it. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm anticipating this film coming out because of yeah, the love. It was for a big the, deal. Yeah, yeah. To, it, it, there wasn't supposed to be a sequel. That's the cool thing about it is it was when they wrote the first film, they didn't plan it, and then they're like, the the there's so much demand for it. They're like, okay, we'll make it, and we got. Yeah, it. And was this the first movie you get to the end? You're like, oh, there's the credits, and they're like, oh wait, they're giving us a preview for mm-hmm. the next one. Yes. Back back, yeah, so that's like, yeah. Oh, this was one of the first yeah. films that ever did that. Ever did that, and that right. was a pretty big deal. Right, so within six months together. Correct. Yeah. So while they finish two, they go and start shooting three. So while they're editing two, you know, they're shooting three up in uh, a different part of California, and it's it's it was crazy, but it was something yeah, that hadn't I mean, ever been done that way before. And then when you, I saw that, I remember seeing that preview, that you know, mm-hmm. basically the trailer at the end. I'm like, okay, now I'm really excited. I'm like, I like the second one. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm really excited to see the third one. It's like, yeah. it was like action packed in that. That trailer was just like, boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. oh, wow. I'm like, this it, is really cool. They said they did that. that because they wanted, because the way they had ended saying to be continued, they're like, they didn't want people to be like, when the hell is the next one coming? Because it took five years to get this one. They're like, right, no, it's, right. it's coming. 
here it is you know they're yeah, just making sure that people we, were aware that it is on we its way it. yeah oh, yeah. That was, yeah so it was cool great and it you know it is it's much as we you know you, the first one is so classic um i do enjoy yeah. all three of the back to future films they're all uh, great i honestly feel like right. one and three i like the best to me oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a filler movie it's kind of like it's kind of like uh empire strikes back in a way like well it, it has you know, to be because it's yeah. the darker second chapter uh like yep. the second act of a movie always yeah. ends on a down note so yeah. it, this had to kind of it, we wouldn't have got three the way we were if we didn't have two yeah. as well. so you got to appreciate right. two for that <laughs> so that's pretty yeah cool. i didn't i guess i just i didn't like the future stuff first because it was a darker kind of feel you know what i mean it was so trashy most of well, it you know what i mean that was like the that was a, a big issue they had with it because they didn't want to do the future stuff um, yeah, because right. you can't predict the future. And right. they're like, crap, we kind of wrote ourselves into a corner. Well, because so, like with yeah, the, in the first one way. going back, everybody, we all have memories of the 50s, whether mm -hmm. it be from TV or pictures right. or, you know what I mean? So even yeah. us right. not being growing up in that yeah. era, the music and everything, it felt sure. like that's supposed yeah. to be the 19. 50s but it, and it already had already yeah. happened so you can actually right. you know recreate yes. it whereas the right. future you're gonna right. guess and right. like and they're thinking right. by 2025 it's like oh we're gonna flying cars we're gonna have this it's like yeah uh here we are in 2022 right and have half of the See, uh, speaking so of which technology didn't advance as quick as they were thinking right yeah. yeah so do you guys remember the date they went to the future what the date was is it it's, october it's today 21st it's today. Today. today is Back to the Future like, Day. And I was wow. just thinking about that. I'm like, today is actually referred that? to as Back to the Future Day. Um, what's, that? what's that? I'm sorry. How did, yeah. How did we do that? We didn't plan that, did we? I, no, that was kind of funny when I, when we were planning it. I'm like, holy crap, today's Back to the Future Day. Or about it. I'm like, did yeah. one of us go get a DeLorean, go back to the future and <laughs> plan awesome. this? We, we sort of finessed well, everybody to get the day the way we wanted to. I was, ask, I was asking for Kyle to give me some bananas to get this thing to work. But Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. Some in my banana peels. Drop them in the fusion. You had some bananas to put in here, but you're shoving them with tailpipes instead. <laughs> I know. He's a wacky guy. This is, this is all I can afford. It's just, just a Krupp's grinder. I wish I had the rest of the car, but if I take, <laughs> take my Playmobil and I set it here and put it There you go. Distance, yes. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I know everyone can't see that, but <laughs> if you someday, could, you'd be impressed. You'd be like, wow, you have the real DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, from far away, I have it. But yeah, it's, uh, that's a car that I've always wanted to, to have as a build. But yeah. And I, I like I say, I don't think I watched it. Um, I don't even know when I watched it. I don't, mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you. Like it didn't, I don't have a memory like Kyle does. Don, did you, do you remember? I don't, I really can't. Um, you know, I, I remember seeing it. I just don't know if it was. It could have even been in like a video years later. Really, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I I had to have seen it in the theater. I just cannot remember. I really I enjoyed the first one, but I think being in high school was. at that time, I kind of didn't really pay much attention to it. And mm -hmm. then letting sure. la I, I almost think later I watched like two and then three. I think it was something like that. So three must yeah. have been out well, and had yeah, watched, two you know. Two came out in video pretty quickly. I think they released yeah. it in March or April so that people had time to watch it before the, the third film. So yeah, they, they pushed sure. it out pretty quick. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It could have even been on TV by the time I saw it. But I mean, I, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't even well, know, you know. Do, do you want to just, you know, you know, 
kind of stay quiet for the rest of this podcast then just to see you really just you don't seem to be into this back to future right. show. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me just shut this mic off and i'll just sit there <laughs> for a minute we'll, we'll jump back in when you're ready no i mean it's yeah, I can't remember if I saw it in, in theater. I mean, yeah, I want to say yeah. yes, I did because I did love the first one so much. So I'm mm-hmm. like, and then once to see the third one, I'm like, I'm sure I saw it probably more than once. Just cannot remember. I mean, it would have been 11th mm-hmm. grade. So who knows? Maybe I was taking my SATs or something that day. I don't know. But I <laughs> I do like it. And, I, and to Rich's point, too, I'm like, it wasn't my favorite, but I do like, you know, the second act or the third act, whatever you want to call it, of the, of the film when they're back in the fifties and there's the two Martys mm-hmm. and there's a, who everyone yes. I'm like, just the coordination yeah. of that, like right. seeing Marty climb on the stage yeah. while he's playing Johnny be good was like, that yeah. was really cool. Like, the well, it is, I mean, it, it is, it is well written in that sense. They had to really yeah. oh, it, figure yeah. out how they were going to make that work. So that's interesting. They completely yeah. deconstruct yeah. that first film in that, that second yeah. part. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's unusual. That's never really done too often. Usually they just and remake though, the first movie. <laughs> and though it took years for us to see the whole thing come to fruition, it's really all happening mm-hmm. like in a day. I'm like, how, yeah. how Marty McFly made it yeah. through a whole entire day of going through all of that without, yeah. you know, right. just exploding. Yep. It's, it's just really kind of kind of interesting. So. Thankfully, Michael J. Fox didn't age too quickly. He still looked very young at the time. You know, He's yeah. in his 30s playing, you know, 17-year-old Marty McFly. So it was it worked pretty well. And, um, and, it, like, and I, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, no, God. I was gonna say, it, it, I would really love to see because I know we talked with uh, uh, Jeffrey Weissman a bit about this, but I would have loved to have seen what they would have planned with George had Crispin came back to be yeah. a part because I bet he would have had yeah. a much bigger role. Yeah, and I think it was planned that way, but I, yeah, really curious how it would have changed. And when they do yeah. change, when things like that dramatically happen, what. I mean, I was just, you know, watching Ghostbusters Afterlife again today, and I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. what would have happened if Harold Ramos was still alive? What would sure. the story, have, you know, if yeah. they had done something now, it would have been a whole mm-hmm. different story because it wouldn't have been based on bet, the fact yeah. that he was no longer with us. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of interesting on, you know, what the original plan was and what would it, what yeah. it could have been. I mean, and and even in the first one and the second one, I'm like, you know, uh, Thomas Wilson there, he's, you know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. he's a really cool character. But I feel like in the third one, he... That was like really good. You didn't really yeah. recognize him as Mad. Yeah, Dark he Man. he definitely had more fun with that role. Yeah, it's uh, like it, it seemed like kind of set aside. Yeah. And, oh, so I, 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 yeah, I thought. Yeah. I did always <laughs> like. I, I always did it. Appreciate how they all matched those up with Biff. How he always yeah. he always wound up eating shit in the movie you know it got worse in each film. Like by yeah. the third film, it's coming out of his mouth yeah. even more yeah. than before. Yeah. Like the second uh-huh. film and the third film, it's like. So gross, but it was great, great <laughs> moment. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, and a, a great series of movies right there. Yep. Doesn't and need that, to be remade. Doesn't no. need to be no added. And it, it was uh, it, it was nice. It was nice of them to just jump at the chance to come talk to us about it as well. That yes, was great. Yeah, which was no, great. Yeah. yeah, and we learned a lot of other stuff. There's other yeah. movies I didn't realize he was in, like Johnny Dangerously. I didn't yeah. realize he was yep. he was in that. Get your Johnny T-shirts. So, yep. No, we got a reason. So we'll definitely to, be a, a reason to bring him back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. So yeah, any other any other thoughts or things you want to share on? We could talk back for in hours. future. <laughs> I know yeah, we could. Either, yeah. We really could. So, um, is but. there any other movies that you went to see with Jackson that you want to tell us about? <laughs> you know, I, there was before. Um, I, I can't remember offhand uh, earlier right. ones, but I'm pretty sure 
uh, the years before we saw something together. I know this is the time that Jackson was coming to my house and we were filming stuff together. Yeah. Like, yes. like when you this... were doing doing skits and stuff. So that so yep. so probably, yeah. you know, when I when I went <laughs> off to the bathroom or something, you were like, Jackson, I don't really like Rich. Let's go to the movies together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I seriously, like I said, Jackson and I were buddies like yeah. in fifth grade. Yeah, and we'd Jackson. always kind of it, we would like he'd go and hang out with his group for a while and hang out with you guys and then every now and yeah. again we i think it was mostly through art class we'd always yeah, kind of sit and talk and i remember right? yeah because you know in study hall or something jackson would always come over and chat you up and stuff it's just funny it's yeah. just funny you know god rest his soul yeah. all action jackson yeah. yeah yeah jackson good man good man what do we I dump a little uh was that the, the the alcohol on the ground yeah there you go for Pour my homies. Out for our homie. there, we there go. you go Yep. <laughs> uh you want to roll into movies then uh yeah absolutely what, why don't we go into movies uh, yeah. Movies is actually pretty interesting this week um yeah. not and i won't say everything's a gem but you'll probably know there's eight brand new movies that are hitting this week so well, it's got to uh, i mean last week was kind of like the week of weeks for movies i think we i know discussed yeah that. last episode 84, it was like every yeah, summer single movie you called out was a classic so i mean we got right. to go downhill from here a little bit and yeah. this seems like the this seems like the time where they started to shift that they started putting movies out just before thanksgiving because i remember yes. we used to go after thanksgiving like that seemed to be yes. a time where everybody's home from college Everyone's yep. around that weekend that a lot of movies yep. were coming out like that Friday That's, of yeah. Thanksgiving, whatever. That's what this was. Wednesday, that instead of the big, you know, summer blockbusters, they were holding off yep. on some of them for Thanksgiving and yep. roll into the holidays because they thought they might get a, a more audience. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is this is like the eight movie eight movies came out between Wednesday and Friday that week. So it was wow. pretty big, big week. All right. Hit us um, with them. What do we got? So get, take a guess what number one is. Uh, back to the future, future two you are incorrect no. i would think it oh, would have really? been right you would think that would be the movie it, it is actually harlem nights <laughs> if oh, you remember really? this movie yeah with richard pryor and eddie murphy that was the eddie number murphy, one movie yeah. that week. was that was that released okay. this week as well yes came out i think okay. the same day as uh back to the future well, movie. it did 23.7 million dollars yeah. you gotta understand wow. back then too that was the first movie they were in together Yes, they were in together. Eddie yeah. Murphy directed this movie too, so, so that was, was a pretty big deal. I mean, and, and basically that was his bringing his mentor into a yes. movie. You know what I mean? He had, you know, and not so. only that, but it also had Red Fox was in it. I think oh, yeah. oh, right. I think it was like yeah. a huge cast of like right. uh, you know classic, um, you know black comics that oh, were yeah. really that really brought that uh, that together. So it was a big and deal. At this time, I mean, this is a time when uh, Eddie Murphy is still selling out concerts. Yes. Yeah, he's still doing, doing his yep. stand up. So, I mean, yep. you know, and Richard Pryor yep. was still the king, even. I mean, oh, yes. You know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. that was, yeah, I could see yeah. that. I could see why. Yeah. So it was, yeah, the biggest movie that week. Number two was Back to the wow. Future Part Two, yeah. only with okay. 15.1 million. So you got 23.7 with Harlow Knights, only 15.1. So it's a pretty big uh, uh, difference between yeah yeah so in all yeah. fairness harlem knights opened <laughs> on over 2,000 screens back to the future only opened up on 1800 uh, screens oh so it's a it's a big a little difference a little discrepancy there so maybe that wow. had something to do with it i don't know um next right. up um number three which was number one the week before and i think we talked about this um when we did uh the berlin wall coming down episode was look who's talking uh, oh, it was out so oh it's still it's still been out, yeah. Oh, the baby's it's still doing good. Baby. The baby's talking. Oh my god, it's still so, doing good. You know? So look, yeah, number. It, it's been out for several weeks at this point. Eighty-eight point seven million. It's it's earned total. 
but it did 12.1 this week. I mean, it's a so it's pretty a good, good movie, but, but it, why? It's still, a, yeah, it's still a class, like a, a yeah. funny little movie for, for yeah, that time. Different. Well, something, and something different. A little like what, what's her name was in it, and she was in Cheers. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yep. Yeah, yep. so I mean. It, it was funny because Travolta was in this, but this was before Travolta's big comeback yeah, with Pulp yeah, Fiction, but, which is still like five years off, but, you know, it still was a right. you know, big deal like that the, he was. This is like I the end so. of Travolta phase one. Before, yes, I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. he essentially just did sequels to this. Bruce Willis was in it. Yeah, Bruce Willis. That, yes. I'm like, correct. All right, you know, you got that tough guy in it. Oh, what the heck? You know, Die Hard was the year before. So, yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four this week was a brand new movie, uh, Steel Magnolias, which is uh, oh, one of those movies you yeah, care a lot a, about still, right? That's classic. Julia Roberts, flick, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julia Roberts was uh, Olympia Dukakis, uh, Dolly Parton. It was a pretty big uh, female cast. Uh, is it a good movie? So a big movie. I've never it's, seen I, it. I don't. I know, I've I'm never aware, seen the whole thing either. But I've never watched. <laughs> I, I hate I, to admit, uh, I've never really seen the. Whole thing. I know my parents liked it. And I, but I never yeah. really watched it. Well, I think, I, yeah. One of these I, days I got to sit down, I guess. I think it's it. standard viewing for women, right? I mean, that's my it, Yeah, it's like it's, like this and fried yeah. green tomatoes fried green are tomatoes. like the two mm-hmm. that really, uh, they, they, they mostly connect with uh, uh, quite a right. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five this week, another brand new one. This was the, actually the resurgence of the Disney uh, thing. The Little Mermaid came out this okay. uh, week. Oh. So the, uh, I remember uh, seeing this in Clinton. So now I know mm-hmm. I was going to the movies. I remember that, mm-hmm. you know, we all drove down um, to mm-hmm. go see it. So I remember watching that in Clinton. So I think Clinton was our place to go see movies. So if I'm mm-hmm. watching that. Most likely remember, it was, yeah, for us too. Then it was, then uh, Back to the Future 2 was probably exactly where I saw that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Little Mermaid, uh, like I said, this was the, the sort of the renaissance for Disney, it's brought them back from, you right. know, all the, like everything else before this, they'd done okay, but not great. This was the first one that really was successful, both critically and, and then, uh, commercially. And it's, and it sparked Beauty and the Beast and Lion yep. King and all of that. Aladdin. So, yeah. yeah. All yep, those yep. came out after them all. big hits. One yeah. another. So good stuff. Not the, uh, not the only animated film this weekend. Uh, uh, number six, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, which was with, uh, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise, uh, mm-hmm. animated by Don Bluth, an ex-Disney animator who had, had some success with uh, uh, Land Before Time. And <laughs> was Tale. that not a Disney movie? No, no, that's a Don Bluth. Uh, Bluth Studios was doing this. Um, he did, like I said, he did American Tale. He did um, Land Before Time. He did wow. this one, he did Secret of Nim. I thought all that um, was Disney stuff. I guess. No, I mean, it probably is no, Don Bluth. They probably bought it all now. He 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 was an ex-Disney <laughs> animator. He left uh, Disney. I, some of it is, I think, at this point. Yeah, because it was Fox, I believe, at one point or another. So, yeah, they probably own it now. All right. <laughs> um, number seven this week is the movie Dad. Uh, if you recall that, with um, Ted Danson. So Ted Danson had his movie, Curiously Alley, had look who's talking. Uh, yeah. This also had Ethan Hawke, and I think who was uh, it was a Jack Lemmon. What was the uh, yeah, so I was to that. It was a multi-generational drama, um, like comedy drama, like about okay. this fa- father and son reconnecting, and then this, <laughs> so, uh, this with his son. And, you know, so definitely okay. not Ghost Dad. No, no, uh, no, not okay. ghost. Dad. Okay, okay. it's not ghost dad with the Bill Cosby ball. Little butter spiders okay. fly. <laughs> uh, number eight, another new movie this week uh, was Prancer. I don't know if you remember this, oh, the yes, movie about the reindeer that got lost from Santa's flock. Uh, oh yeah, I don't remember that. I, yeah, uh, is it not movie. good? 
I obviously, was, it's not a classic. I haven't really seen it. Uh, you hear about it here and there, but it wasn't as memorable as some of the other ones at that time. Okay. Uh, number nine was a movie we talked about again when we talked about the the wall coming down. The bear. That movie that followed oh. like uh, the two bears, like the mother bear and the son bear. And... Yeah. Yeah. I still have a hard time believing that that sitting at top ten. Yeah, at twenty one point one million at this point. Well, and now, about it. and now I mean, now all you hear about is they probably killed seven bears making that movie. Or you know what I mean? Uh, all those, old, you know, swept this one out of the carpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they yeah. lost three in the river that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, just day, yeah. To film that and... Go get another bear from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's all you hear about those old movies like that, man. It's like yeah. So <laughs> number uh, ten this week was Crimes and Misdemeanors from Woody Allen. I recall oh, that yeah. one. Number eleven was to carry over from the Halloween uh, uh, movies. The movie Shocker from Wes Craven, if you recall. Wow, remember that when the guy got killed in the the well, he was in the electric chair and then he became the, the murderer from there, getting revenge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everyone that put him there. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. in my head, I'm thinking we're at Thanksgiving, but yeah, it was not that yeah. long ago. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's it'd been out for a while at this point, so still going strong. Uh, number 12 this week was the movie Staying Together, uh, which I believe is like a romantic drama type of thing. Oh, wasn't part two Staying Alive then? Yeah. Yeah, no. no it was, yeah, start, but that would have been what uh, Staying where, Alive was the, the, we third, the second week? film. Where were we last episode? <laughs> 1984 was last okay. week. That was a better year for movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, yes. what are you saying? I thought but, these were pretty good. I, there's, there's some good ones still coming up. There's, yeah. there's some still coming up. I'm waiting for Crack House to get dropped here. You know, Crack House <laughs> it, to the Electric Boogaloo. Unfortunately, Crack House is not on the top okay. top twenty at all. It's gone at this point. And it, it was out that last week we talked about. Like I think it was like two weeks before. <laughs> uh, n- number thirteen, Sea of Love, Al Pacino, Ellen Barkin, like a oh, serial killer-y wow. drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ellen Barkin. Sea Let's get it on. Number 14, The Fabulous Baker Boys starred the Bridges Brothers, both Bo and Jeff right, and yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Number 15, Parenthood, still going strong yep. at this point. Up to 93.9 million. Yes, with Steve Martin, Rick Moranis. Yeah, pretty good cast on that one. So nice mm-hmm. ensemble. Yeah, but I said 93.9 million at this point. So it's, it's been doing well. Oh, Number wow. 16, Batman. <gasps> Batman, you Batman. got it. <laughs> Still I was say, on that, I was the say, top yeah. twenty. When Still, was it, that released? May or June? It came out June twenty third. Um, so covered, I remember covering. Yeah, before, we did. But you think about it; it's on VHS at this point. And you think about that nineteen eighty nine. That's a pretty big deal. It came out at a sell through price of like twenty four ninety nine. It's on VHS yeah. and in the theater still. Yeah, wow. yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. I will, ne- I will never forget. I, I don't want to sidetrack into Batman quick, but I know we talked about this last time, but I remember in being in D's class yep. and he had a, you know, we had the TVs on a gigantic cart in the VCR. Yeah. The ones that we probably three kids got killed because they tipped right, over, they on, tipped him. over <laughs> on him. Right. Because <laughs> they're so top heavy. Yeah. Like a strap. Got a yeah. goddamn ratchet strap holding yeah. the TV <laughs> yeah. on. I think yes. we had one. School, so they had to you know, yeah. sign it out. Like, who's got the TV? Right. So we're in we're in history class with D. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. carrying around my VHS copy like it's my baby. Like I right. got it sitting out on the desk. I yes. believe it was Glenn Fick. He grabbed it, put it in the machine because D had a movie for us to watch, and he'd always sit in the back corner behind his desk, which yes. he really couldn't see. 
I'm did. not kidding. He put we put that in, and we watched up to the part where the Joker falls in the vat of chemicals before. <laughs> We weren't watching what we were it's over, supposed to be watching. Over 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it was, you, I'm just going to like, cool. Didn't D have like a built-in, he had his own TV and VCR in his room in the corner, like on the ceiling uh, mounted? I want to think maybe, he did. Maybe a year later he did, but no, I remember, I think this, one's a, this one was wheeled yeah. right in because, yeah. <laughs> okay. We got, we, got, we got in big trouble that day. Yeah. But. We also learned a lot about that. That was back. Didn't they have like three of them and they were all like parked in the yeah. library? Yeah. You had like sign them out of the library. Like, was was, like a guy. Yep. You'd want to like go a, get those, man. It's like, a, you know, it's like driving by a, a, a trucking lot these days. It's just like, <laughs> yep. they're all like these huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had to take two kids to get them there. So goddamn yeah. heavy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would always volunteer because it's like I get you out of the classroom so you yeah. walk up the, up the hall and mm-hmm. you, you take your time bringing it back. Mm-hmm. You didn't rush. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 16. You try to week. tell the young kids these days this, they won't believe you. No. So, so Batman at this point is up to over $250 million. Pretty good. Good for that. Had a nice yeah. one. Number 17, brand new movie this week, Velmont, which is a period piece about, uh, 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 I, I think during one. the eight, 1600s or something like that. But yeah. And another one follows at 18 is Henry V. So you had another period oh. piece right after that. Number 19, last movie on the charts this week is a movie called High Stakes, which was a New York hooker uh, tries to keep her daughter out of the clutches of the mobster she works for. Mm, sounds like typical, a good one. Typical. Yep. <laughs> Number 19 it probably didn't go any higher than that. But there uh, it is. I, I, think, I think we could have wrapped it up in Batman. but there you go that's some Some good ones but like i said they they really were trying to pump out some big ones this week because it was the thanksgiving weekend but yeah not all of them were were winners no now did they have toys from this movie which were back to the future (laughs) (laughs) back to the future no uh well okay hold on yes yes Mm -hmm. and no uh, that yeah. Texaco sold little micro machines of three of the cars oh, yep. and a Texaco station. But, but, but no, it. no DeLorean and action figures and all that. No, well, there was a radio control DeLorean. I did have that, and then there was like a slot racer one, and that was about it. But that was really well, there really yeah, was nothing. Did. But not action figures no. per se, like we're used to from a movie. They never Correct. did for yeah. any of them, did they? Not until like the last probably four or five years. They. It's gonna say some companies you, you have would made think, stuff. especially with. Uh, you know the the third one with the horse and buggy and the wagons yeah. and the, and it could have yeah. had a little a town scene, sure. um, yeah, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, the the wagon with manure and all that, you yeah. know what I mean? They, yeah. But now now they have Playmobil making Back to the Good, Future. Do they? Okay. Toys. Yeah. So there's a yeah. lot out there now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's stuff. like Playmobil was popular in the '80s. It's like right. You figured that was something that would have died out. And now well, they're making yeah. the, cool, the cool stuff. Yeah, they're licensing now that they didn't do that back in the day. Yeah. So it's I can't afford the I can't afford the Knight Rider one. <laughs> can't yeah, afford right. it. Or the A team. A team's like a 90 lot of money. Gotta sell some more yogurt, baby. I guess so. The diecast <laughs> one was cheaper than the plastic one. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. Which is weird, you right? Know, Christmas. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Wrap it up. No one's gonna buy it for me. I'll buy it for myself. Wrap it up. Santa. What? Santa bought me that. Santa got me something. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. There's movies. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Very cool. So where are we rolling to next? Want to do news? Yeah, it's kind of a. (laughs) 
it's kind of like the bearer of uh, of the news this week. There's really is it going on exciting in the world, but I'll, well, I mean, I'll the big you. thing happening at this time would have been the Thanksgiving parade on Thursday and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was pretty pretty yeah. quiet week, I guess. Right? <laughs> Everybody's yeah, taking a holiday. Really, not much, but I'll I'll tell you what's going on. So um, the Communist Party resigns in Czechoslovakia. They're mm-hmm. done. They're like we're we're done out of and here. done. The wall um, came down. So when the wall come down? Is it down? Two now? weeks. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So they're like, okay, we can now that things are starting to make a move. We're like, we're Czechoslovakia's like, we're done. Communist Party out of here. Well, um, they probably were like, let's resign before they fucking kill us. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. They're like, good, good time to make this move. Uh, yeah. Perfect time. I this isn't big news. It's the um it was who got sworn in as premier of Greece, but he's got a really hmm. cool name. It's Z- Xenophon Zolotos. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. That's like who's whose name Xenophon? Xenophon. I like it. It was a cool name. It's a cool name. Yeah, it's a very interesting name. This Sounds week, like a name you get Zola. chicks with. Sounds like a chick. That's name. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I am Xenophon. Zolotos. Yeah. Xenophon. It sounds like a, a movie Mike Lintz makes. I know. <laughs> Xenophon. <laughs> Xenomorph. Yeah. Xenophon. So, what a cool name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out in space, it was the, the the conjunction of Venus, Mars, Uranus, oh. Neptune, Saturn, and the Moon happened this week. Wow, that's a that's a lot of alignment right there. Jeez, yeah. the whole yeah, back half so of the, the solar everything system. Was, and they threw the Moon in there for fun, you know. Why not? You Is this right. like like the Great Conjunction in uh, the Dark Crystal? Right, they had all those things aligned. You know? That and then what's the uh, Tomb Raider? Didn't they, that was the alignment? Yeah, it was yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Not that seen, I've seen it. I haven't seen something line up like that since Kyle stuck a banana in my tailpipe. <laughs> hey, <laughs> zoinks! Also, also called a people are gonna start thinking that's a euphemism. I'm just. Uh... Oh, it's not. Oh. I, I I hope not. <laughs> I, I. In other news. <laughs> uh, the, so you guys are obviously familiar with the British House of Commons. I know you follow, you know, what happens. All the time. Here. Yes. Daily. I had the trading cards. I had the Daily. trading cards back then. I pay, I, pay, so, I pay for the app. Yeah. So <laughs> finally, finally, TV cameras are going to be permitted in the British House ah, of Commons. So, that's a big um, deal. Yeah. Until have, then, you, wait, have you ever actually saw it, though, like in the news when they show them arguing? Oh, oh all the time. You know, where they sit there. They, they, they do. Argue. It is different yeah. than ours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still, like yeah, they sit there and they're like, "Boo!" and they yell at each other. <laughs> and, it's, and they like, seem to be like really like. That's why they like, wanted the cameras in there? Right, right. Like, they're not spread out. They're like, "All right, get everybody yeah. in a goddamn circle and start yelling yeah. at each other." Yeah, they're <laughs> so, crammed in there. Yeah, let's all look at each other while we yell back and forth. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's a different setup. It is it is interesting <laughs> in that sense. I watched it. I'm like, damn, that's a little aggressive. These guys the are arena politics, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Airlines, the pilots and flight attendants end their strike. So they were on strike for quite a while. Mm. Uh, a lot of them did not get rehired. Uh, the airlines Ooh. didn't like the fact that they they went on strike. Um, so not a, not a union thing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you. This was not a. Uh, were they strike? Were they working while they struck? I don't think so. I think they yeah, probably not. Shut down. Yeah. A shitty time. Um, I mean, they had to end their strike because holidays, yeah, the holidays, mm-hmm. yeah, holiday yeah, travel. Held out as long as they could, but holiday travel, and I'm sure that you know everyone got, right, got involved. When did back. we cover uh, Reagan when he fired them all? That was the uh, the air traffic controllers. That was 
Uh, Ever come up? I remember that was like 83, 82, something like that. Yeah. When they, they went on strike and mm-hmm. he just said, well, okay, see ya. Yeah, they, hired, Bush, and, and they hired new ones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's Bush's president now. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of President George W. Bush and uh, domestic flights, they are now banning smoking on most of uh, domestic flights. So, uh, George wow. W. Wow. So, that's when it was. Uh, went I, I think about banning it. Banning smoking. Mm-hmm. I think about that <laughs> like uh, when I was a kid, when they started banning stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I remember growing up just being like at McDonald's, and my dad would be smoking, or it, it's yeah. Not, yeah. it seems like it was more in ninety. My dad than, too, than eighty nine. But yeah, that's it seemed. It yeah, because I'm almost thinking like that when you were we were talking about going to the movie theater. I was thinking, you know, I remember my dad would. You guys were saying they you would take you to Clinton, and I remember going to Clinton, but, it, but I had an aunt mm-hmm. that lived in Clinton, so we'd go there and I'd like walk over. Right. But mm-hmm. my dad would always drive us to the mall. And if they right. say it was me and like Johnny Williams or somebody, you know, mm-hmm. Johnny Williams yeah. was my Steve Jackson, apparently. Great, gotcha. um, you know, so we would go <laughs> say we went to the mall and watch to go watch a movie as kids. And my dad would like disappear into the mall and like, I think, go sit down, smoke cigarettes at the fountains, go through yep. all the porno mm-hmm. mags at the bookstores. <laughs> and you Love know what I mean? Books. But he was always, but he, I remember him being like in the middle of the mall, like smoking. And people walking mm-hmm. around smoking in the mall. Yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. like a big that. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you think yeah. about it. you think about yeah, restaurants I mean, had smoking in the movie sections, theaters but what, they used to smoke. What did that do? Sakes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they started putting that no smoking thing yeah. at some point. Yeah. I don't know when that started, but yeah. You see no smoking, it would come up in the on the I mean, I don't even know started. if it's a thing anymore, but I remember like for years traveling flying on planes, they would have the no smoking symbols yep. would light up i don't even know if those are even yep. on there anymore are they probably it's, not it's been so you can't old. smoke at all i don't so. yeah. i don't think so the only thing they announce is that you know do not tamper with the smoke detectors in the restrooms right right yeah, yeah. No, i don't think they have no smoke yeah. sign but george w is like smoking bad well you think you're smoking gonna light bang. up on a plane <laughs> not gonna do it there you go <laughs> so, yeah that's that's all that's happening in the news this week not not anything groundbreaking yeah. just some stuff happening it's interesting uh, stuff though in the u.s and around the world yeah and uh xenophon that's what i'm gonna name xenophon if we ever get a turtle that's what i'm gonna name him. i think I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm sticking to my guns i think last episode was better only because like last episode it was like the the news of women good news week. it was yeah. like a, yeah, women true, of the yeah. week you know well, and then yeah. well, and yeah. Yeah. had all these great I movies don had history, all this right? great news there's more stuff we're not done yet <laughs> you know? Rich. I mean, you've got music maybe you can redeem this this episode wait till we there's actually some cool stuff with mtv this week well i think the episode's already a winner because of the interview and you know oh absolutely of course but i'm just saying you know last week it was like jam-packed yeah well we've got some time to redeem it we've got another six six hours tonight to figure out you know to really (laughs) get some some stuff out (laughs) right right it's good it's a marathon episode let me let me jump into video games then in that yeah let's do that man Let's put. I mean, there's so much games. in video games I can't handle it all because obviously where we are. I mean, there's so much video we? games out at this point in time in '89. Oh yeah, know, with Nintendo rolling. Um, yeah, but uh, so obviously a lot of prequels and sequels for the year. Uh, Fantasy Star Two, Super Mario Land, uh, mm-hmm. Super Monaco GP, uh, hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nice. is out. Oh, okay, um, nice. This is on Nintendo, but the Nintendo game that was a 
Yeah. Bastard game right there. That, that game was yeah. a lot. Uh, Golden <laughs> Axe is out. I mean, that was a Great. big game. Oh, that was on Genesis, yeah. yeah. So and that good. was a, so, so and this year this year saw the release of the Sega Genesis um, and Turbo yes. Graphics 16. Uh, the Game Boy came out worldwide with Tetris Super oh, wow, Land. Yeah. So so for that, I mean the you know yeah. the, it's pretty good. Uh, Double Dragon Super Off Road. I don't know if you remember that. Love Double Dragon. Oh yes. yeah, Double I love Dragon. Double Dragon. You know, and Double then Su- a Super game. Mario Brothers Three obviously <laughs> came out this year as well. Oh, so. oh nice. Yeah, yes, that's right. Well, it, oh, it came out in um japan because we had the wizard came out this year and i think it comes out in december and that's where we got a little sneak peek of what it looked ah, like yeah um, yeah that was uh, like we didn't get last, it until 1990 that was the, that was the last in america uh, of the movie right when he went to the tournament he had to play yes super mario, play, brothers, play super 3 mario brothers 3 yeah it was a big deal <laughs> that's back when he had to put fred savage in a movie with somebody shorter than him so they had to come up with a <laughs> give him a little yeah. brother uh and so the united states the highest grossing arcade games of 89 still arcades were still going in 89 yes uh there was still one in the mall yep next to the movie theater right next to the movie theater exactly uh so double dragon obviously pretty Mm -hmm. big at the time Um, bad dudes versus bad dudes Remember Bad nice. Dudes? That was another Bad big, Dudes uh, fighting game. It was, it was just like Double Dragon. I don't think Bad game. Dudes yeah, ever went to a video system at home, did they? I think it did. I think it did go on Nintendo. I just remember it. Just, uh, uh, just Bad Dudes, remember. and that was it. Like that's a yeah. game that I only played in the arcade. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure it remember. did. I want to think it did. Did it? I, I just remember like yeah. uh, Johnny Kiltz used to, and Johnny Kiltz like and that. Robbie Coles used to play Bad Dudes and fight yeah. each other. Uh, Super Off-Road, John Elway's quarterback was big. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ninja Gaiden. Uh, oh, great game. Ninja Gaiden is yeah. awesome. Love Ninja Gaiden. He was cool because he could he did the little flips and he'd hang on the side of the building, like on the wall, and you could like flip them back and forth between to go up to the top of the roof. Well, and, uh, I mean, because yeah, cool obviously ninja movies were real big through the 80s. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Ninja uh, Turtles were big by the end of the 80s. So, yeah, Ninja right. was yep. big. Mm-hmm. Ironically, uh, ninjas are bad guys which is in in reality the ninjas are the villains because they yeah, really not right. the samurais were the good right. fighters and the ninjas were like the dirty fighters. well so. but then it's always every movie in the 80s was about a white guy getting trained by ninjas and coming back and fighting. correct crime. you know what i mean yep. so like american yeah. ninja yeah. or whatever american ninja is a big one yeah yeah what, what, yeah ninjas became the, synonymous with them. that 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 word was actually banned you? In Europe, in England, really? you couldn't say ninja. Yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in the UK. Really? Uh, yes, the, that weird. word was banned from being used. But did they? Was the other N word banned in Europe? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't ban that, but they ban ninja. Right. You know? Ninja, you can't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right, uh, Golden Axe and WWF Superstars oh, were uh, were also yeah. in the in the, the mm-hmm. or the in the arcades at the time. Uh, arcades, yeah. Uh, the number one uh, home system, if you can guess, Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System, of course. Still yeah. for like the fifth mm-hmm. year, or whatever in a row. They're, right. I they're mean, going. Genesis. Uh, when once Genesis came along, that's when things yeah. changed. By I mean, literally, it was shifting. 
literally there's nine mil there's over nine million sold in the US of Nintendo. It's crazy. Wow. At this point, so, everybody's got one pretty so, yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Suck, game Game Boy, uh, uh one million in uh <laughs> in the US. So that's just coming out. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh and then for the first that, year, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I got one. I don't know if it was this year or next year, but I remember getting one, you know, because it was all the... Never got one of those. No? It's just... No. No. Um, Commodore 64 was number three. Still doing uh, strong. <laughs> jumped down to... Uh, number six was uh, Sega Genesis. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And Apple Macintosh under that. And, uh, Jeez, yeah. Two huh. others. It's IB, IBM. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah. And in the United States, this is the best-selling uh, home video game for the month of November. They actually have a breakdown. Oh, is cool. uh, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link? So, of Link, yeah, yes, oh, I remember yeah. that one yep. game. Mm-hmm. Zelda cool. was fun. Yeah, Zelda was cool. Those RPGs were cool back yeah, in yep. those days. Yep, that was one of those first games that was like uh, yeah. continued on. Um, yeah it's still big i mean zelda's still a big they still make games and they're still huge crazy someone's making money on that one (laughs) hit nintendo hand over i mean that that's pretty much video games without going through i mean there's uh, there's five pages of awards they gave out you know what i mean for Mm -hmm. every different thing but uh, for the most part yeah that's video games we all remember what was happening at the time i think the biggest thing was the biggest thing, everybody at this point, like you said, had a Nintendo, and the newest thing was getting the, getting the Nintendo Game Boy because now mm-hmm. it was sold as Nintendo in your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Right. Yep, I remember that. Remember when um, this is when Super Nintendo came out? Didn't they have like a connector you could put on the Super Nintendo to play the Game Boy games and Nintendo games on? You could like adapt. Oh, it. I don't know. I so, yeah. It, 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 I, I thought it sounds familiar. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, some... It was like a game genie type of thing or whatever it was, but it was like a, a de- it was like a cartridge that fit into the slot for the Super Nintendo, and, and then, then it was it, on top of that was the size of the cartridge for whatever it was, Game Boy or Nintendo. You could stick it. I'm in there sure they did. I mean, that, yeah, That's somebody cool. smarter than us yeah, came up with that. I'm guaranteed. Of course, yeah, yeah. Everybody's smarter than... <laughs> right. in that regard. Then <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't know. But yeah, um, cool. Yeah, so video that's games, pretty awesome. much video games, Jan, in a nutshell. Nice. Uh, what do we got? Where do you want to hop to? You have what about toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, toys. Toys are big this year. Got some good stuff. Well, it's Christmas time, know. so toys are selling. <laughs> I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. Come on, bring us the, back with a category that's going to redeem, you know, redeem this. The big, the big yeah, toys this toys. year. Batman selling. Still, you know, yep. I mean, it sold better in the summer, but it's still kids. Now that the VHS was out, I think kids were really getting back into it. And it was Bat a very limit, play set. Limit, limited amount of toys. Very yeah, much so, yeah. Much. And Toy why? Biz I mean, was the company. Like, it's because you got like Star Wars and you got G.I. Joe and you got all, and they're making like, all the characters are making all this cool stuff. And then Batman comes out and they're like, okay, we'll give you a, we'll, make, we'll give you Bob the Goon. We'll give you the Bob Joker. the Goon, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Batman, no Vicky yeah. Bale. No Commissioner nope. Gordon. No, I mean, it's no like, Alfred. Oh. Yeah, and it was just the the Batmobile and the the Batwing, right? Yeah, that was that was probably like the only thing that they really screwed up from that movie. I mean, they marketed exactly. it so well. Yeah, they just they You're had right. no. I don't think they had a plan for toys. You know what I mean? Probably not. 
Because Nothing, I think it wasn't after, aggressive, anyways. I mean. If you think about it, after Star Wars, there really wasn't a big push for movie merchandise like tie-in as right. much. It was always really small, like Batman. Um, yeah. Because I mean, Back to Future didn't have toys. Ghostbusters didn't have toys. None of the. Uh, I think Roger Rabbit had a huge merchandising push that wasn't as successful as they hoped. Willow had well, stuff that wasn't. Yeah, and I think um, and and to look at it, I'm thinking that they, right. I don't think they thought Batman was going to be what it was. Right. You know, and it, it, it was been so long before the character had been. You know, yeah, right. it's like they didn't expect it. So I think they kind of got caught off guard and weren't ready for it. So they didn't make a lot. Because they did go a little overboard with Willow, right? Isn't that the kind of thing? Yeah, they did. They had a lot of stuff, but it didn't didn't sell sell. well. Yeah. And with Batman, they went with a small company, too. Like Toy Biz was making these. And Toy Biz was Mm -hmm. a brand new company. They weren't very big. So they gave them the license. They had the DC license. They did DC figures to tie in with it after. They did like Superman characters and things like that. But yeah, at this time it was the, the coolest thing was the Batcave. I always liked the Batcave place that they made. Yeah. Um, it, but there wasn't much to go with it. Like you say, there wasn't, there's three figures in the car and the movie and the car and the plane. Yeah. That was pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. So it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty low end, yeah. but you know, it, it's still out there and kids were wanting Batman. Uh, so here it was. But they made um, Bob the goon. <laughs> right. That's so weird. Like, and he did a karate kick. Yeah, just like, like in the movie okay <laughs> yeah, all right okay i mean that, yeah big seller yeah. i still i still yeah. have my bob bob the goon bob the goon um next up big big seller this year was the uh ghostbusters firehouse playset uh which oh, is the yeah. headquarters for the ghostbusters so designed from the uh the animated show the real ghostbusters um so that was selling well uh i believe that that retailed for 49.99 so pretty pretty cool uh Little place that I do have mine still to this day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you have it? Yeah, uh-huh. still have it. Same one from back then. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got? Oh, this one I, I'll bring up because we did this uh, uh, a few. I think I mentioned it last time we did 89, but I'll bring it up again. Double Dare game since we talked about Double Dare. Okay, yeah. The home game was selling for $19.99 and it had like little <clears throat> uh, physical challenges, like you'd stick something on your head and like you'd throw rings like a ring toss on your head and just like silly things like that. They weren't anything. You weren't getting slimed or anything uh, like the show, but uh, they had trivia cards play that as well. Um, Next up, we have the um, McDonald's uniform. Uh, So you get get a uniform, dress up uniform. So you could wear this. It was like a McDonald's apron, a little McDonald's symbol. You had a spatula, some tongs and a a McDonald's hat with a drive-through mic on it. Pretty yeah, uh, pretty cool. Uh, Eleven ninety nine. How many how many kids bought that and then walked into McDonald's <laughs> like I'm here for my shift? <laughs> right. Because uh, uh, there's nothing you want to aspire to be more than an employee at McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe at that time it was so cool because you know we it, when we were kids, Ronald McDonald was still pretty McDonald Land was uh, still sure. a, a thing. So we were you know you're like oh maybe it's that that fun <laughs> we go in. Work yeah, look fun. You, you don't want to see to... You, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made, kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ask somebody that works right now. See if, if it's uh, all there. Uh, next up is the Kyosho. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Kyosho monster truck. It is oh, a large yeah, scale yeah, monster yeah. No, truck. Don't remember. <laughs> a radio control monster truck. Um, it it looks about the size of um, uh, probably about uh, a two feet. 
wide almost. It was pretty wow. uh, pretty big with huge tires on it. So it's huge. Uh, it has it includes I don't know exactly what this means, but two Le Mans electric mm-hmm. motors. So okay, I'm, I'm assuming that's pretty powerful. Oh, you are you looking <laughs> at the stat? I mean, how many goddamn D batteries did you have to get to get this thing? <laughs> that good question. I don't know, but guess how much this thing ran for? Take a guess. One hundred twenty nine fifty. Good guess. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, uh, I'm thinking it was probably closer to. Yeah, good, good guess. Two twenty four ninety nine. Jesus, the price for this thing. I'm Who's, like in 1989. Wow, I'm just like it, right. Well, my parents would have been like, "Yeah, you're getting this piece of crap over two, here." Two years later, my dad yeah. bought my car for five hundred. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right for twice as much, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I could have been riding that son of a bitch to school. <laughs> Well, this you was, know, your dad probably got to carry it on the motorcycle. And, and this was remote control, right? Yes. Not remote control yep. with a wire. Remember those? Is it? Like, yeah. Oh, it's remote control. Yes. It's like, no, there's a wire attached to the controller. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Oh, it had to be That's wireless, true. didn't it? I would think so, but I don't know for sure. I, it looks like it in the picture that I'm looking at. It looks like it's two hundred twenty-five dollars. If I got to walk behind that goddamn so. thing with a cord. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be able to sit down while it's driving around the yard, right? <laughs> um, next up, the Precious Places Magic Key Mansion. Oh, yes. Um, I'm assuming this was a new line for, you know, girls. Fisher Price put this out, but for, for your little mm-hmm. girls. Yeah, like a key that would unlock different rooms uh, and things for this thing. And and, and um, some little boys. All right, fair enough. It, it, you know, it, no, it, it activate lights. It activate lights yeah. and... Uh, um, all this stuff, back doors, front doors, things like that. But yeah, that was the whole thing. Special oh. key that did that. Retailed for $59.99. But it's a pretty big playset if you take a look at it. Uh, next up is the Sega Genesis. I know you were talking about that. So that was a big, mm-hmm. big seller at this point. It's starting to sell more. $189.95 uh, at the time. So you next could get up, that. You could get that. Yeah. cheaper than you could get the goddamn yes. car. Then that Kyoshi, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that monster yeah. truck. Crazy, right? I'd rather have the Genesis. You could get the Genesis mm-hmm. and a game. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Monster truck is pretty cool. <laughs> Two next thing up, engine, you know, motors. Two, I mean, right. That, yeah. What does that mean? Genesis. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Means it's expensive. Yeah, that, that kid that said, I got the $225 their, uh, radio control card bragging to his friends while he's got his buddy's got the Genesis saying, Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> he's playing his Genesis. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But as yours remote control, <laughs> you got a cord on your controller. <laughs> Next up, the Strata scooter from Veriflex. So this was like a, um, like the kind where you pump with your foot, you know, uh, but it had like a bike handle bars on it, that kind of thing. $44.99. Uh, what's that one? Had BMX handlebars and do some tricks and junk. Um, so I could have bought enough to have my own gang of scooter people. That's for true. The, for the cost <laughs> of the goddamn that, yeah, the radio control. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned this one before, but Cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse was a big seller. Uh, oh, yeah. This was one yeah. you sat down in your room. Hundred bucks, right. you could have you, that. Did, you you had that, Don? Did you say you had that? Uh, no, I think we looked it up. Then we found it on eBay, so you could have it. That's right. Like That's right. We did. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, we looked it up. Um, yeah. It's still available if you want one. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Yeah, still out there. It's it's got uh, some stains on it, um, but those should come off. <laughs> I don't know what takes out yeah. blood stains, but 
And uh, last but not least, PJ Sparkles. Pretty popular at this point. Hmm. And you have what your mainstays. That? Like uh, it was a little girl. Uh, uh, it sparkled up. It light, lit up and it, like it had a, a lights on its ears uh, for earrings and like on a chest, like a heart or something. And it all lit up and junk. Okay. So very fun. Uh, and you still have your mainstays. Transformers are selling G.I. Joe, right. those kinds of things. So, it, But they've been out for a while, so they're kind of right. like, eh, not not as high, but still they're, still they're getting them. Yeah, they're all getting wacky at this point. They're getting like Transformers yeah. are into the dinosaurs. Right. And uh, yeah. G.I. Yeah. Joe is into the eco-warrior people or whatever. Eco-warriors, Ninja Force, like that, where they're fighting drugs. They were the drug elimination for whatever the hell. They had all that stuff. Mm-hmm. D.E.F. <laughs> yeah, they were getting into crazy right. junk at those times. Yeah, there's toys. Hey, toys. Okay. Yeah, another epi- another category that was a little underwhelming. So. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about like, wow, you know, 89 was such a, a, like I look back fondly at 89, but like reading some of the stuff, the end of the year is kind of going out with a little whimper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the summer yeah. was a lot stronger, you know, there's a lot more going on, a lot more, a lot more yeah. fun stuff. All right, all right. Uh, what, do we got? what do we got for cars, Don? I don't know. Do you what do you want to do? Let's just scrap this episode. I think we're boring people already. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the tough thing with cars is they don't they didn't like you know do it by month. So some of these are going to be repeated because I know we did eighty nine before. But yes. I'll go through what what people are driving about. They're driving around the Acura Legend Coupe, um, mm-hmm. the Chevy Corvette. Still always going to go strong. That's a that's a big one if anyone can afford it. But it's was probably cheaper to buy the Corvette <laughs> than it was to buy that Kyosho. Uh, right twin (laughs) twin engine remote control vehicle Um, uh dodge colt turbo which is also technically the mitsubishi mirage turbo uh Mm -hmm. the ford probe i don't know if that brings back memories of highland as you know a banana in the tailpipe that that was my favorite one to stuff the tail in the tailpipe that ford probe oh just because it's the cause of ford probe (laughs) I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm probing yeah, it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Ford Taurus, which we know that was that seemed to be like one of the most popular cars that we saw around here that people had. Um, oh yeah, well, I think it was cheap, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's affordable, I guess you'd say. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Aff- affordable yeah. is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the that's, that's I, yeah. called that's called marketing. Not my favorite vehicle. <laughs> I don't. It was very plain looking. Yeah, the four door. Yeah. They, they seem right. To, for some reason, I remember a lot of them being brown, which seemed like maybe they had leftover paint. They're like, mm. oh, just mix up what we got left and we'll shoot these last <laughs> 10 brown and then we'll sell them. To everyone. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was already, the movies were depressing this time of year. So like, let's make the cars depressing. Everything's yeah. depressing. Now. Well, in upstate New York, if you got a brown car, you're okay for the winter because uh, all the that's true. shit that's going to get on there. So. The sand yeah. and, and junk. You yeah, can be, be seen in the snow. So it really, it makes sense. I think Don yes. Edwards had one because I think Bill I and I think Bill Stalins maybe had one or rode around one, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was. So I remember seeing them. Not my favorite car. They did. They were just. That was Bill. That was Bill Stalins Uber back in those days. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he when drove you everybody up on top of the hill. You got a you got a carpool to work or to school. Yeah, yeah they all sure. got that was a monster. Yeah. So Honda Accord, Honda Civic, they're popular late 80s here, 89. Uh, the Lincoln Continental, which everyone, I mean, it's a staple of every limousine that was out there. So if you didn't have the Cadillac limousine, it was a Lincoln Continental. Those, I mean, they really were a good looking car and they were comfortable to drive. I mean, they were like, they floated on air. I mean, driving mm-hmm. when I, I drive limo. 
they were a super comfortable car. Didn't ever want to yeah. own one, but to drive it, the seats were like plushed mm-hmm. and, and squishy. You when you just sat in there, it was melted in the seat. And when you drove it, you didn't feel a single bump. They just were, which so was a really great vehicle to convert into. Uh, I forgot you were a limo driver. Is this when you yeah, were driving? Yeah. Limo? I didn't start the Blairs? driving. No, not yet. Not until I want to say 92. I was 20 years mm-hmm. old. So yeah, it would have been yeah. after a couple more years um, when they got in a jam, needed some help. And then I started driving. And I was the only driver that had a tuxedo because I was DJ. Yeah, I remember so that. I got a corporate gigs. So I did a lot of runs between Oriskany Falls and Colgate and then the airport. So I got, you know, no tips. Who uh, the hell was taking a limo from Oriskany Falls? It's like business well, that's, where they, people, that's where they lived. That's where they oh, lived. Oh, okay. I was, so the okay. Blairs had the Yeah, the Blairs lived there, yeah. Falls. They weren't picking anybody up from the falls. And taking no, it, it was uh, up in Colgate no. at the White Eagle. Okay. No. Yeah, Colgate, all the, like, they'd bring in groups from, you know, overseas. Uh, and, uh, okay. Uh, Col- is things like that so i'd go to i'd have to go to colgate pick them up take them to the airport go to the airport go to colgate so i went i fell asleep once uh driving home <laughs> that was fun you're uh, quite the time. renaissance man back then weren't you Don? yes you know well, you're dj you're your like grandmother loved me yeah that's still, right I'm still do a little bit of everything <laughs> i guess that. uh it, yeah it was great that's why i, I like i mean i don't mind driving I've, I've had some put some miles on not only my body but but on the road, uh, huh, yeah. yeah. So that, I have a little experience. Good I don't. Times. I couldn't tell you about the Cadillac limos. Never drove one. The, the Lincoln Continentals. Uh, uh, a nice smooth ride. So mm-hmm. cheers. I cheers. remember riding with you to the airports a few times. Yeah, <laughs> pretty fun. cool. Those yeah, good he, times. He, yeah, we had fun. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's like, I'm sitting in back. I'm like you, and he, he pretty much depressed <laughs> yeah. the whole time. It wasn't fun. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, okay, thanks, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> like, to the airport step on it <laughs> oh <laughs> i bet you're expecting a nice gratuity maybe next time <laughs> right did you have the divider i uh, yeah, did yeah glass and, yeah yeah okay yeah. all right hey, yeah there's a the privacy one it was like a full-on you know yep. and then a glass and then the glass too yeah and everyone thought they were soundproof no they're not it's just a piece of cardboard yeah. with some you know material yeah. on it and then a, and glass it's not it wasn't it wasn't soundproof so i could hear everything um, yeah, a lot of, nice. lot of good memories and, and one bad one, but we can, that's a whole podcast in, it, in itself. That's the <laughs> bachelorette party gone wrong, but we'll save that for, oh. for uh, I remember you know, that when you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, nice. yeah. Still remember that one, but we'll, we'll talk about that some other day. I can't wait. Uh, uh, two more, <laughs> two more that were on the list is Mitsubishi Eclipse Turbo and the Saab 9000 Turbo. And I, oh, I yes, a lot of people so. with. Um, the sobs. There was one family in Waterville, the Huxtables. They always had sobs. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones I ever yep. knew that had had sobs. So yep. I, I did ride one every once in a while. But they always seemed to be like an older model version. But they were always mm-hmm. a, a neat car. But uh, solid. So that's all uh, people are really driving, and then they're driving stuff yeah. from seventies to sixties. You know, eighty nine. I think that's when my dad bought. That's when we got the conversion van, and that's also when the we got cur- the, yeah the Falcon. The, yep mercury cougar so that's what i was oh, driving yeah. to school i remember that 1970 convertible and a that was a cool car 88 chevy van conversion van so which that was, was cool too <laughs> that was really cool yeah a bit. it was cool. a cool van yeah school, but comfortable if you're going to the movies comfortable if you're going to yeah. go hang out it had a oh, nine yeah. inch TV. It, huge 
there were yeah there were times i think we put movies on in your in your van and we would just yeah. sit like somewhere yeah, like on the awesome. side of the road watching a movie hang it Turn out on the blue the blue awesome. you know decorative lights yeah. and the, the, the couple cool. chairs and the bed and the, it was yeah it was kind of it was a cb it had all sorts of buttons and stuff and yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty the awesome. thing of the day, and it was really cool, and I kind of miss it because I'm like, those are great. If you're going to travel, those, those are fun yeah. vehicles to travel. And right. we never – I don't think we ever used the side doors, Kyle. I think we always went in through the side because we thought, well, this is the closest we're ever going to get. You're right. Something that reminisces yeah. the Millennium Falcon, but we always went in the side door. That's right. And then got in the yep. seats like we are going into a cockpit. The van looked Correct. nothing like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Some days flew like it, like stuff was falling yeah. off of it, or you know, it was breaking right. all the time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all we had, it's all we it's had, so we ran with it. Yeah, so it got Nick it was a great car. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it was an awesome van. Uh, so that is cars cool. for the week. That's cars in car. car. All right, yes. uh, let me jump into sports then. I all right, do it up. For, uh, See what's happening. Yeah, what's football on? season, right. Yeah, but uh, nothing really. You know what? Um, well, it's it's uh, it's Thanksgiving week. I'm almost well, thinking I got to I I do. I got to expand my research a little bit into sports because, like, a lot of times it's the site that I'm pulling up is giving me a lot of references to cricket. So I think it's, oh, nice. uh, it's more of a it's more of a Cricket's world. Great. It's more of a worldwide, I'm, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like if you're going to introduce it, this is the episode to do it. So it. yeah, right. It might well, as well. Well, uh, you're going to be disappointed because I did not write down any of the information about cricket. So, uh, <laughs> could you do could you do the sports and maybe a Howard Cosell accent or something like? And this would be cool. You know, just maybe. Well, and sports. Well, next week. Next one. <laughs> maybe on the next no. one. We'll, we'll work on that. You know, uh, I just, right. I just, you know, I just don't feel it. I don't feel it this week. Maybe know? this week's just dragging you down. Just dragging. Something's going to kick. Something's going to kick up. So. <laughs> But uh, it's, okay, it's so bound, it's bound to happen. Monday, eleven uh, twenty, uh, Milwaukee Brewers center fielder Robin Yant uh, wins the American League major uh, MVP for the season. Obviously, the oh. the World Series is over okay. with at this point. Uh, nice. Nothing on Tuesday, but on Wednesday, eleven twenty two, Major League Baseball fielder or center fielder Kirby Puckett. If you remember oh, that. Yeah. I remember Kirby Puckett. Yeah. Signs a record three million dollars per year contract with the Minnesota Twins. Oh, so you can imagine, yeah, nice. like today. I mean, that's what eighty nine is 30, 30 plus years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. three million was a record then, and now you know guys are making fifty million dollars right. a year type of thing. Yeah. So that's a, and that's low end. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and and nobody since that I know of has been named Kirby. Right, right, yeah. not a lot. Yeah. For that what a pink name. thing on the Nintendo, that's all I remember. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, 11-23, which would be Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So there was football on Thanksgiving. Um, and this was the infamous, uh, the Bounty Bowl, they called it. Uh, not the uh, paper towel, but bounty is in. I'm coming to get you, <laughs> yeah. bounty. So right, uh, right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Dallas Cowboys 27 to zero on Thanksgiving. Oh my God! Uh, in it in, in a ill-tempered game, and uh, um. after afterwards, Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson he accused Eagles coach Buddy Ryan of placing bounties on his players. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit oh. of controversy. <laughs> yeah, I see. There you go. Was it ill-tempered? 
Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Friday, uh, nothing. Uh, Saturday, nothing. And then uh, we're going to go a, a little. We're not going to go cricket, but we are going to go north of the border mm. to Canada. The uh, right. Canadian Football League's Grey Cup, which is their Super Bowl. Uh, mm. the uh, And the Sky Dome in Toronto. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders defeated mm-hmm. the Hamilton Tiger Cats 43 to 40 mm. on David Ridgway's field goal winner. Uh, infamously known as the kick in Canada. Ah, in, kick. Canada. In, uh, Canada. in Canada. That kick, eh? Gotcha. Yep, that kick. Yep. So <laughs> that uh, kick, that, eh? that's sports for this week. Cool. Hmm. There you go. Some interesting stuff. I mean, that's a the bounty game sounded kind of cool. That's because <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, cool. What uh what, what, what do we, we got? got we still got wrestling, we got oh. comics, we got music. TV. Uh, what about TV? Cartoons. MTV. We got it yeah. all. Why I don't mean, we? Why don't we? Uh, let's do uh, MTV. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's happening there? Feeling it? Not, not much. feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said it was that good. No, don't. No, don't leave, Rich. Wait, this is good stuff. Finally go- oh. Oh. Well, he's you gonna know, miss, he's gonna miss it because I, I'm not kidding. This is actually good stuff. Um, oh yeah. So, Sorry. so I've got a. I got to backpedal just a little bit. Um, okay. So we're still in 1989, but I got to move to yep. September because what happened in September is going to kind of segue into what happened this week and, and what we're talking about. So okay. every time we do one of these these episodes, we always seem to miss the MTV Music Awards by like a week. Yeah, I know. Two- so far we have. Yes. We haven't hit it yet, but Music hmm. Awards aired September 6, 1989. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yep. MTV is at the height of its power. It's big. It's cool. And it's yep. going great. Yep. And now they're including, because um, now you got all the hair bands. So now they're including things like best heavy metal v- video, best rap, mm-hmm. best dance, best pottery, okay. which is cool. So at this particular music awards, it got a little, lot of, little crazy. Weird Al Yankovic was one of the presenters and he kind of went off script and was, <laughs> he did some stuff with the, uh, the statue, um, because I guess he made he was up there with Jasmine Guy, uh, okay. From a different world, different and world, yeah. He pretended to snatch the Moon Man, and it, it got a little awkward. Mm-hmm. So there was that happening. Andrew Dice Clay, oh, he Ooh, goes up, yeah, he, yeah. He starts uh, playing the edge of with the sensors, so he's doing his like filthy mm-hmm. nursery rhymes and testing yeah. the sensors like, to the point where he is banned from the MTV stage yep. for life. So that's that, happening. Well, he got and banned from SNL shortly SNL thereafter with, too. Yeah, class so. with, with Nora Dunn, so that that mm-hmm. didn't help. At the same um, <laughs> the same MTV Awards, there was a whole thing with Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses. There was actually an altercation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, and, my hair's uh, longer. My hair's longer. Yeah, hair's well, longer. I, I don't know what it was, right? but there was actually, you know, come on, mother effer, I'm gonna and kill you. Is Axl Rose and Neil Young? Oh, was there. yeah. Uh, it was it was bad. So there was a big, big fight. But what happened at this um, MTV Music Awards was John Bon Jovi and Richie Zambora got on stage and they did an acoustic version of Living in a Prayer and Wanted Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. So it was considered a risky move because they're used to them being the hair band and rock and roll. And here they are right. cutting it down to bare bones and doing it acoustically. And this is what expi- inspired what happened this week in November. And that would be MTV's Unplugged. Unplugged, yeah. So, I was going to ask if that was part of the 
that was going to lead yes. it. To, okay, yeah. so that was why that was a big. That was cool. This was the first. This was the first one. So this is um, featured. Uh, it was actually on the 26th of November, so it was Sunday. Um, this was the very first one, and it featured uh, the British rocker Squeeze. So Sid Straw, okay. Eason for the Cars. Yeah. Um, and they did some musical mm-hmm. highlights with Glenn Tilbrook and Gress um, Difford of Squeeze, and they did their classic hit "Pulling Muscles from the Shell," which everyone knows. Yep. Maybe they yep, don't. I know that's but... Literally, the <laughs> only one I ever remember of those is the Nirvana one, which I think is like the yep. iconic one. That, you know, I mean? Nirvana was good. The which is uh, years Stone later. Pilots was good. I remember the uh, you had Rod Stewart, uh, Tony Bennett, yep, Rod Stewart, I remember. Mariah Carey. Um, Hello, Cool J. There was a ton of great ones that came out. Really, of it. it was pretty really cool. Ones, it was a really big deal. This, yeah, this week was the first one. So it was originally developed and pitched by um, MTV producer Bob Small and Jim Burns, and and songwriter Jules Shear. And if you might know Jules Shear, because he actually helped write hits like All Through the Night for Cindy Lauper, and if she, she knew what she wants for the Bengals, and he was also the host oh, wow. for the first thirteen episodes and performed That's some cool. of his own songs on um, MTV Unplugged. Um, so yeah, some really, really great stuff. So finally, we kind of hit something with MTV that really was kind of a milestone. Yeah, uh, but it, it was that kind is, of actually. It's cool. I wanted to mention that um, the music awards before because that was really kind of John Bon Jovi and Richie Zambora kind of yeah. set the stage to do this. And I think that's when they saw like, oh, this is a really great idea of taking what you know and and doing it, it is. more plugged, a little more <laughs> intimate setting and give everyone a whole new perspective of performers. Um, and I think. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I don't know about you guys, but like when I, I wasn't a Rod Stewart fan until I saw the unplugged and then I'm like, I love that. Those versions of his older songs mm-hmm. is so much better mm-hmm. and have so much life to them. And they're a whole, they're different, but well, they, they, and you got to actually see the people had talent versus right. just, that's just, the thing just, too. Yeah, it, you know, if you can yeah. strip it down to acoustic and it's still an amazing song that shows mm-hmm. you how talented the musicians and songwriters right are. first covering and, and it up with guitars and drums and loud you know what i mean and it was kind of like being able to watch a concert where you didn't really get to see them you got to see a video now you're kind of right. watching almost a concert where you're in your living room and you're watching them perform mm-hmm. you know in that kind of theater and around and you're like oh it's really intimate like i'm like oh this is this is really cool so yeah yeah very cool. Um, also on MTV, I don't know if you guys remember, Club MTV is going on. Yep. Um, so I do remember that. She's doing Club yeah. MTV. Um, she would have been just starting out around then. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Belgian band Soul Sister got up to the Palladium to perform their hit, The Way to Your Heart. Um, and some of the songs they mm. played during this this particular, during the week was Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, Billy Joel's We mm-hmm. Didn't Start the Fire, um, mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili oh, yeah. Peppers High and martika i feel the earth move um, which must be it must be oh, a yeah. remake of, um yes maybe martha so. Vendelas or someone over that um yes yeah martha reeves or someone that did uh, the original probably uh, 60s version of i feel the mm-hmm. earth Ooh, yep. under my feet yeah my but feet. i don't know yep. i know if rich those are going to pop up on your if they're you know songs that maybe were later you know maybe came out in the yeah, uh, sure. summertime yeah. but they might hit, hit some of your songs that you've got coming up but that's what's happening on mtv uh yeah. this week in november cool stuff well it is it is the time in mtv when this is 89 to the early 90s is really like the golden years of i think of mtv when they you know they had all the different shows going on oh very cool uh, yeah. All right, let me uh, let me jump into wrestling and knock out wrestling. 
Uh, a lot of house shows going on, but at this time, actually, uh, during the Thanksgiving and around this time, they always have back then in the WWF, they only had, they had WrestleMania, uh, they had the SummerSlam, uh, Survivor Series, which is so basically they had like four main, I think the Royal Rumble. Uh, so they had about four uh, pay per views a year, which were the main ones. Now it's like every month they have one, but back then, right. So around Thanksgiving every year, they had Survivor Series was the one still going today. Uh, so it was in Chicago at the Rosemont Horizon. Um, and a big pay-per-view, 15,000 people were there. Uh, but they always do it around the Thanksgiving holiday, if not on Thanksgiving, to catch all the families at home to try to get them to buy in mm. uh, to it. Oh, yeah, pay-per-view is a great thing for Thanksgiving. It was actually created, the Survivor Series, created by uh, Vince McMahon, basically just screw over the other uh, company because uh, the uh, Southern Wrestle and Ric Flair and them, mm-hmm. they, they put out a, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the pay-per-view they had. Let's just say it's, you know, it's American Bash or whatever, but they put it out Thanksgiving. And at the time, okay. Vince McMahon got mad because all you know back then, obviously, you know, pay per view was on the pay per view providers, right? Right. You know, so I it's mean, nationwide, right? Yeah. So at that time, the uh, all the pay per view providers who did uh, WrestleMania and SummerSlam for Vince McMahon uh, picked up uh, the uh, the NWAs, the Southern, you know, with Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, yeah. picked up theirs. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon created the SummerSlam and basically told the providers, if you want to do WrestleMania and in our other events, you have to get rid of theirs and do ours on Thanksgiving. So basically, oh, yeah. threw mm. them over, strong-armed them, tacked yeah. And, and they went and had that clout. Right, and they went with them because they wanted all the money from those other pay-per-views. Yeah, because so. they had that clout, yeah. So well, I feel they, like they all they all thrive on you know turmoil and confrontation and they're always angry. I'm like, you feel like that's like even when they went acts <laughs> like Vince McMahon was just always you know mad. Like even though that was just his go to, like even if he was happy, like you know maybe he got a nice gift for Christmas. I'm like, oh, I love this, you know. Like yeah, maybe he was just, <laughs> just angry no matter what. He gets, he, gets his, uh, he gets his kids to compete against him by buying him the best gift for uh, Father's right. Day or Christmas or something. Who loves Daddy more? <laughs> Get the yeah. squared circle. And yeah, if he doesn't like, if I like his better, unless you take him down in the ring <laughs> but the uh so the pay-per-view started off with uh uh hulk hogan um T- ted dibiase virgil mm-hmm. jake the snake roberts the w uh the tag team championships demolition randy savage mm-hmm. uh jim duggan mm-hmm. oh uh dino bravo earthquake yes uh dustin rhodes or dusty rhodes big boss mm-hmm. man all the main people rowdy piper uh, Bobby Heenan, and they all got together and told everybody what they were thankful for. That's how it started mm. out. It was on Thanksgiving. Aww, so. And, nice. uh, and the, uh, the announcers... What, what, uh, do, we, do we know what they were thankful for? Like, I did I'm not doubt that can, deep. Right. I can clothesline you. Right. Uh, yeah, but, thankful they the haven't banned matches. steroids. They haven't boots. banned the steroids yet. Really big gold belts. Right. <laughs> Extravagant names, right? Uh, <laughs> Sterile uh, spandex, 
spandex unitards. Uh, and even at the time, the announcers, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura, they were on commentary, Ooh. and Ventura dressed as a pilgrim. So Nice. There you go. I'm dressing as a pilgrim. All right. <laughs> I got no time to bleed. Yeah, exactly. I got, got time to bleed. make you a sexual tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so basically, the, the Survivor Series is broken up. What you have, you have teams that compete against each other. Um, usually, it's okay. like an elimination thing. So you had like a four-man team taking on another four-man team. So I, I'm not gonna go into complete details of how everybody yeah. was beaten in these matches because we don't have time for that. And obviously, this show sucks. So we're moving. <laughs> on. So, so, what? Uh, I thought we were doing pretty good. Don't mince right. words. Uh, Tell me how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're doing all right. Maybe I'm going to pull well, it out of the trash. I'm going to pull the banana out of the tailpipe. Maybe just some cricket. <laughs> yeah, right? That would have been the interesting one. <clears throat> all right. Let me try to, get this, okay, listeners. try to get this tailpipe back on track and ex- extract the banana. Pull, pull the banana out of the tailpipe. All right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so Dusty Rhodes, the team of Dusty Rhodes, Brutus Beefcake, Tito mm-hmm. Santana and the Red Rooster defeated mm. uh, Big Boss Man, uh, the Honky yeah. Tonk Man, Bad News oh, yeah. Brown, and Rick Martel. Uh, okay, that was the first four-person elimination match. Okay. Uh, the second, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage, uh, Dino Bravo, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and the Earthquake. They defeated Jim Duggan. Ho! With the Lens uh, Fall yeah. of New York, uh, Bret yeah. Hart, Ron Garvin, and Hercules in their elimination match. Following elimination match, Hercules. WWF champion Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake mm-hmm. Roberts, Demolition Tag Team defeated Ted uh, DiBiase, uh, Zeus, mm-hmm. uh, and the Powers of Pain. Nice. And an elimination. So we're so still just, riding on Hulkamania at this point. Yes. Right. And Zeus, if you remember, was from the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, No Holds uh, Barred. No Holds Barred. He was I remember. Uh, tiny. There yep. was uh, Zeus. Yeah. Uh, the following match, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, uh, Jacques and Raymond Rougeau defeated mm-hmm. uh, Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, and the Bushwhackers in their match. Oh, yes. Nice. And in the final uh, four-person elimination match, the Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior, <clears throat> Jim Nyhart, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty defeated Andre mm-hmm. the Giant, Haku, Ooh. Arn Anderson, and Bobby Heenan. Mm. So they had the, man- the manager subbed in for Tully Blanchard. <laughs> so. Nice. Uh, and that is about that. You know, then there was some other, uh, you know, the house matches after that. But that was the big, obviously, pay-per-view nice. over this week. Uh, that's cool. So, yeah, a lot of times we don't yeah, actually get into, cool. we don't get yeah. to see a lot of uh, uh, the uh, the pay-per-views during our, our the weeks we've hit. But, uh, but that that is, cool. uh, that's in a nutshell, that's wrestling for the week. Awesome. Oh, he's, yeah, awesome. Sounds good. Um, what do we got? We got uh, we got TV and cartoons still, yep. right? You yep. want to, Can uh, you still got comics? Do you got? Do you have anything for us? In comics? Oh, no, yeah. this was a week they were yeah, off. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving week. 
Thanksgiving week they take off, so they weren't. We missed them by like last Saturday they were on, but oh, yeah. this week. Damn. All right, let's just pack it in then. So they uh, <laughs> no one gives a shit about yeah. TV. They would have reran one of those like Thanksgiving, <laughs> thanks, yep. best of Thanksgiving. retrospective e uh, sketch episodes yeah. with Tarzan yep. and uh... yes, one of the classics. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, you want to you want to do TV? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's in the TV what? world. Talk about TV. Some stuff might be a little familiar when we did uh, our Batman episode because '89. Sure. Some stuff's going to roll in. Um, let's see what's going on at television. We got MacGyver. Yes, got, still uh, going yep. strong. Still doing. Yep. Uh, Major Dad. We <laughs> yeah, Gerald McRaney. Oh yeah, yeah. Show. yeah. Uh, coming off of si- Simon and Simon. Was that Gerald McRaney? Was the guy who's the wife? Um. Yep. Jean Smart? Am I thinking of the right one or no? No, she was Designing Women. I thought she was dark haired and she, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a woman from Designing Women for some reason. Got it? I'm looking too. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. see. Oh, this just started the season too. Shanna Reed. uh, So she was not a. Shanna Reed, yeah. Polly Cooper? Or no, no, it's Polly Cooper. Yeah, that's. Why is she popping up as one of the? So it was. Oh, uh, Robin Cooper McGillis would be Nicole Dubok. Dubuk, Dubu, Dubu. Okay. Du, yeah, Dubuque, not a. Yeah. Nobody not I'm a, familiar yeah. with. I'm looking at the rest <laughs> look, of the cast. No, yeah. Nobody I know there. Yeah. Huh. Just, just, okay. uh, just Gerald coming off of Simon yeah. and Simon, and then he's still, mm-hmm. he's still out there. Yeah, Gerald McGrath. But it carried it very well. It went for a few seasons, right? That was yeah. I remember being out for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's it always was a, typecast as a military guy, though, or like someone in that because he's in yeah. the A Team, right? A Team movie, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He played a senator, or a congressman, or ex military guy on uh, House of Cards too. Okay, he's a mean yeah. guy. If yeah, he's he's, good, ah, he's uh, just got good, that look. Like yeah, he look. does. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> yeah, he com- he commands you know respect in, in all his roles. There you go. He always <laughs> has a mustache too, doesn't he? Yes, he, he does. Mm-hmm. He was yep. married in real life to Delta Burke. From Delta designing Park, women. Yes. Maybe that's, that's, right. Right. Maybe that's that, right. Yeah, I think that's where all thinking okay. was designing women was coming into my head for that. Yeah, but yeah. Well, it's because, you know, not, and they were competing because, well, not competing because yeah. Major Dad was on at eight at 9 30 at night designing women. Uh, yeah, same network. Yep. Well, CBS. Uh, horrible episode. Julia got her head stuck in a fence. So, ooh, ouch. <laughs> that's your plot Wait, for the end of the week. That they was were a, running uh, thin on plots. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the ratings were better than Major Dad, so I don't know if that was cause. It was a hit show. Yeah, yeah, it was. Good. <laughs> it was. Better ahead in the fence than a banana in the tailpipe. I always say that's right. <laughs> well, we got to see Annie Potts again because we hadn't seen yes. her since Ghostbusters. So it's like oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Still, she does still work. Yeah. Uh, Murphy Brown is on. New Heart okay. is on. Man, CBS was hitting out the the big hits at this time. I mean, those were huge. Yeah shows yeah that was like all monday night too new heart murphy brown designing women i think it was all one night like monday night yep that's a monday night was a big night you got alf alf what are you doing Uh, oh yeah alf hey willie (laughs) i kill myself uh the only thing i'm now i'm kind of like the alf eight cats don't tell my wife yeah Uh, that's why we can't watch it at all (laughs) The lucky the cat freaks yeah. out. Our cat doesn't like the fact that you know she's like I I know those creatures lucky. from Melnick either. Uh, Hogan family. That's, yeah, we talked about that before because okay, was, uh, we talked about the yeah, Jason Bateman, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and this was after yeah. Valerie Harper left, and it was Sandy Duncan. So, yep. yeah. So now they had to, you know, didn't they? Because it was was it always called the Hogan family, or wasn't it the? No, it was it was Valerie. Then it was right. Valerie's Valerie. family. Then it was the Hogan family the Hogan because family, they uh, Valerie Harper got pissed us, yeah. that they were using her name. They didn't like yep. it because she left the show and she was pissed that they were using her name, so they changed it to Hogan family. What did she leave that. the show to go do? I, no, I think there was disputes with the creative, like creative disputes of some kind, yeah. like the way she wanted the show money. to be. And it was supposed to be her show. That was what it was written mm-hmm. for. But she and they weren't doing what she wanted. So she was what like, was oh. she in before that? Uh, Rhoda was a Rhoda. big show with her. Uh, so Mary Tyler Moore, that kind of stuff. She was mm-hmm. in a lot of big shows in the 70s. Well, that's what happens. They change yeah. the name of your show and they get rid of your ass. Well, look at now. Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. The Connors has been going for like five seasons without her, so mm-hmm. don't they don't need the star. Yep, that's why they uh, <laughs> just call it, call it by the family name. And you is it any right. good? I watch it. I watch it. I I actually like it because I, I it's not great, but it's I I'm not a big Roseanne fan. But you just you just so, need to watch so much <laughs> shit that you need to get like you don't have enough well, old stuff have to watch. Time. We yeah. we <laughs> have we have shows that like we watch together and that's you know yes. Chelsea and I watch that I'm together. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. So that's one you. of our shows we watch together. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Aww. Family time. Yeah. Yes. Because they don't want to watch right. half the shit that I like to watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can no. only imagine right. <laughs> oh. That's not right. They're like, Daddy, why are you mowing the lawn and watching TV? (laughs) No, mowing lawn time is listening to podcast time. Okay. All right. Just be thankful you don't. You don't live Uh, in sometimes. Do you? Sometimes I listen to us, but lots. It depends on what what I haven't listened. If I haven't listened to it in the car, I'll I'll try to listen to it in mowing lawn. I mean, if you're if you're bored, I got stuff you can come help me with here. I mean, you don't have to listen. I would love to. All right. Well. As long as you got a TV in every room, you'd be exactly. All right. We just put something on, and we're good. Yeah, it's so strange that I'm like, I went from having a TV in almost every room to having like two TVs in this house. Mm. Like it was like a thing where like I had a TV in every room. Well, I guess I have one downstairs, but I used to have one in the garage. I don't anymore. You know, mm. I yeah, I used to have one in the bedroom. We don't have one in there anymore. I'm like, yeah, because mm. I have a TV in my, in my hand all the time. Like I'm right. That's why I'm listening to movies. It's like it's kind of a strange thing that. I'm not sitting down watching. I'm more, well, I was always listening to anything anyway, but mm. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of strange that technology has, has taken away the big, big TVs out of my life. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's get this train, let's get yeah. this train back on the rails here. The TV yeah. train here. What are we doing? All right, two, we're still on, two, only on Tuesday night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, TV, Tuesday night. Who's the boss? The Wonder Years, yep. Roseanne, which we just talked about, and Coach. Oh, nice. On, uh, Dauber. BC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dauber. Dauber. What was who that? is now the wonderful voice of Patrick Starr on SpongeBob. <laughs> Doing that for oh, over 20 right. years. Doing that for over what 20 the, years, that guy. But who was the assistant coach, the older guy? Yeah. Was, oh, uh, Van Dyke. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke. Jerry Van Dyke, yeah. yeah. Yep, Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Oh, classic TV person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, Shelly Fabre. Oh, that's right. Famous for Johnny Angel in the 60s. That's right. She sang that, sang a song. So for the trivia buffs out there, come <laughs> full circle. Uh, NBC apparently was like, well, we need to get some of the uh, the people that used to, you know, 
I watch it all in the family and Andy Griffith because Matlock and In the Heat of the Night are back to back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that kept a lot yeah, of yeah. people busy. Yeah, it did. Uh, that, that probably, but yeah. You think about it, that started at eight o'clock, right? So yep. you had Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy on right before it. I mean, that was like a night of. Oh, yeah. That's a grandma. Great TV. Watching. My grandma yeah. was watching that shit, thinking about that. Tuesday night is packed. We're good till 10 o'clock. <laughs> thinking about but Don Brown. My grandma was watching Matlock and picturing Don Brown in that in that old yep. suit mm-hmm. walking around the courtroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think she was more of Don Brown in the in, in the heat of the night more than Matt Lauer. Yeah, oh. Oh. I could see him in this role playing yeah. Carol Connor's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Our paths could have crossed if I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he could take a rubber hose oh. to me any day. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. This is a family show, but there's a banana <laughs> tailpipe thing that could be said, I guess. There but uh, sure. let's see. Let's switch to the next night. Uh, growing pains, head of the class. Good show, good uh, good show. Yeah, good. And I, I it was good up until about the third or fourth season, and it sucked. Yeah, is this head of the class uh, Howard Hessman or yes? This Howard is- Hessman was on until the final season. Yeah. That was when Billy Conley okay. came on. Yeah, it, okay. the thing is that show was on for like six seasons, and the same kids were in that class for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was like the, like the three or four. Of them. I'm like, how? When are these kids graduating? I mean, how, how old are they when this show started? Because I thought well, they were in same thing. Like they're junior year at the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing with welcome back hotter i mean they look right. like, like there were 30 year olds in the class right you know, sweat hogs <laughs> you gotta they you gotta suspend work. disbelief on your show mm-hmm. it worked uh doogie hauser's <laughs> on at nine o'clock ah doogie mm-hmm. yeah uh cbs uh, strange i mean cbs is doing garfield specials and bugs mm-hmm. bunny well it makes sense thanksgiving um, thanksgiving yep, week right, right, stars yeah. yep mm-hmm. Thanksgiving uh, episodes. Un- Unsolved Mystery. Circus of the uh, Stars is going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was on still at Remember that point. That? I, yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Because yeah. this was probably the, because they originally had what, Battle of the Network Stars. That was like late 70s, mm-hmm. early yeah, 80s. Yeah. Then it became yep. Circus of the Stars. Yeah. At this <laughs> yep. point in time, so, they got like Don DeLuise on a fucking tight Right. At this point. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, they're, they're, they're digging. Nothing, nothing like humiliating yourself as an actor of television right. to go on one of these crappy shows. Uh-huh. But we watched it. Yeah, and these are all new too. So this is not any mm-hmm. repeats. So Unsolved mm-hmm. Mysteries is new. Night Court is new. Oh, wow. My two dead. Oh, nice. New, but everybody's home, so they were probably holding some mm-hmm. of these, you know. To, yeah. So well, November new. sweeps is well, around this time, yeah. so mm-hmm. right. And they're gonna. The, the only reason have. Saturday Night Live is because they sent them home right. for the holiday type of scenario. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So and, and, and and who's gonna come in as a as a guest host over that week? Right. So. And I mean, this is the night before Thanksgiving, so and I think this seemed like before people used to go out the night before. They didn't mm-hmm. go. Yeah, it's like they're all home sitting around. Like, what are we gonna do? Might as well watch some good. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that kicking off till the nineties. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I was never yeah. one to go out before Thanksgiving, no. anyways. But I mean, I don't remember that happening until like the we, late nineties, right? We used to go to the movies on Thanksgiving. Don, mm-hmm. myself, Jim. Stockbridge would all yep. we'd all go to the movie. Nobody was there. The place was a ghost no. town. It was awesome. Now, on Thanksgiving awesome. or the night before Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving Day. That Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day, evening yeah. we would go. And now it's like everybody was going. I don't know if they still do yeah. now after post pandemic, but before that, it was like right, that place was jam packed. Well, you, so you, you like, used to do the mm-hmm. same thing going. on Christmas, didn't you? Yep, we went Christmas Day you. too. Yeah, now everybody goes to Capoli. We're just going to mm-hmm. start going on Arbor Day, yep. see if it's quiet it's like, then. Yeah, I know. Jesus, just, taking our holidays, just like going, man. Yeah, I like just having... It was nice because it was dead. It was so dead. It was great. 
Well, that's every other day at the theater now. Is this yeah, yeah, pretty it, much? It. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because everyone's got a theater. <laughs> People go on those days because it's tradition now. Yeah, and now it's right become now. that. So they've ruined your shit. We, yeah, we we were there first. They blew up. We your were spot. there first. Yeah. They right. did. We started. Just, we started the trend. I'm sorry, but I we, think we did, did, man. I think we did. Yeah. We were in that. We were in the beginnings of that. I'll take. And we'll then, take credit for that. And then <laughs> there was. They, one, they were one, like, one, "Did you see? Did you see that guy that looks like he's from the 1940s Hollywood?" <laughs> and that other and the kids stuffing the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> right. Let's go see where they're going to. Oh, they're going in the theater. Let's follow them. Let's do what they're doing. <laughs> Let's do what they're doing. They must know what they're doing. <laughs> Golly gee, look at those those chaps. Going in to watch. What are they doing in a theater on Thanksgiving? They should be home with their families. Like we've spent enough time. <laughs> yeah, I They're saw them sleeping. well enough. I used to yeah. drive out. To, I ride out with uh, to Rochester with you and your family to go to your sister's. Yeah, that was not fun. a couple Thanksgiving. Yeah, we yeah. used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Those were those oh, were fun no, times. I liked going to the movies better. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. Sisters. <laughs> oh no, I didn't mind going out. I don't. I didn't mind going out there, but I mean, it was. Yeah. I, I do. I liked going Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were there was nothing to do like by three o'clock because everyone's like having dinner. At two, yeah. And then right. Just sitting there. Wow. And you guys aren't sports guys. No, we don't watch the football. football or, yeah, right. no, we're so. not watching the football. So I mean, we it, wanted to go do something. Younger, yeah. When I was younger, it, there was always that the 80s Spider-Man. I remember that was seemed to always be on Batman from the 60s was on. It was always mm-hmm. always like superhero stuff. Yeah. And that's when he used to watch yeah. watch those um, mm-hmm. until you know, somewhere in the mid nineties, I think it was, it was a Thanksgiving. And that's when I first saw Star Trek four um, mm-hmm. was on TV. And that was kind of what got me into watching all the other stuff. But yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. missed that, you know, doing something on a me too. You know, holiday. We started going Christmas and there was one year uh, it, we, we affectionately now call it the bring a homeless man to uh, the movie theater for, for Christmas. Uh, so my, my brother-in-law Scott uh, went with us and yeah. I think we were going to see Star Wars, but <laughs> He was in sweatpants yeah. and a t-shirt and looked like he hadn't, you know, showered in a while. So we're in line, we're waiting. It's, you know, the line's out the door and we're standing there. And, um, you know, this lady in line decides to get chatty with my sister and I, and Jennifer and I are the theatrical people as we are. We're like, well, let's screw with her. Uh, she's like, oh, so what do you guys doing? Like, oh, we always come to the, the movies. And like, we brought this, you know, it's, we like to do something nice for the holidays. So I said, we found this guy, he's a homeless guy. <laughs> and we, we thought we'd bring in the movies and take, <laughs> get him some popcorn or whatever. So she believed that my brother-in-law was a homeless guy. And we take she goes, oh my God, that's so nice of you. And she was like, she thought we were the sweetest people. And then my brother-in-law came over and we're laughing. And he's like, what, what? what? <laughs> we took, he was, he was not happy. Right. And really <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're just terrible people. But you're yeah, I, I <laughs> screwing with some lady in the theater. Well, uh, I also thought she it's fun that way. Like, oh, Let's get our kicks. Some money Let's get our to kicks. This. I'm like, it's sorry, it was Christmas, and we thought it would be you know fun to, to mess with people. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. well, so now, every, yeah. now every Christmas, it's like, oh, should we go find a homeless person to take uh, right. to the movies? And but we haven't done that, <laughs> that since. So there you go. Uh, so it's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible Thanksgiving night. And the Young Ooh. Riders. Loved uh, that's the 88 89 Mission Puzzle. Great show. I love that one. Correct. Yep. Yep. I brought and back repeat, uh, Peter Graves. All, yep. Yep. This is all repeats. It's nothing new. It's just, you know, it's going to be a rerun of something on ABC. Charlie mm-hmm. Brown Thanksgiving. Got to have that. Classic. Oh, Got to have yeah. that. It's a good one. 
toast and uh, I love popcorn. I love the meal that they have. That's the greatest Thanksgiving right. meal. Jelly toast. beans, oh, yeah. toast pretzels, popcorn, toast, right? popcorn. Beautiful. <laughs> That's all I've ever asked for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'd be uh, happy with that. And I, I'm, I probably watched this because uh, I would have I would have loved to have seen it um, in TV. So uh, it, it always showed movies at night. So the 8:30 movie was Superman too. Oh, uh, fantastic! Too. Great movie. Yeah. I can't, we haven't hit that that one yet in our podcast. I can't wait no. to talk about that one. A great that's movie. A, that's I love that one. That's my favorite. It is. Uh, Which see. version though? Which version? Mm, the original I theatrical like or the that's, Richard Donner cut? I like them both. I do. I, but I, I do like enjoy the, them both. I think. I think I the like Donner cut. I like better. better. Yeah, they do I more like with the. There's more of the battle between the the villains and the right. White House and stuff. I like that stuff better. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's, it's it changes obviously because it's different, mm. but it's like I we never knew that one really existed. So right. now it's kind of more of a new thing. So I'll I'll tend to watch the Donner one. Yeah, because you can get too. more out of it. I think. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about that when we hit that episode. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go to Friday quick. We got Full House, Family Matters, Classic, Perfect Strangers, Just the Ten mm-hmm. of Us. Awesome shows. CBS is just doing specials, Grammy Awards, Grammy Living Legends. Uh, Baywatch is on NBC. That was when it was in prime time. Yeah. This is when it started, right? 89? Right. Yep. With David Asoff and Parker Stevenson. And that was, yeah, prime time, its first season. And then it got canceled. Then, boom, syndication. Things a juggernaut. Who'd have thought? Uh, This is one that a lot of. This is. Cops is on Fox, so Fox is starting to is out now. So oh, yeah. Cops, which was really big. What you going? Bad boys, bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. that show lasted forever. NBC's got the the family friendly fun stuff. They got two two seven. They got Amen, Classic. Golden Girls, mm-hmm. Empty Net. So those are nice. those are some shows that are out. Mm-hmm. Mr. Belvedere is still on Columbo. Nice. Uh, some good stuff. So still some really great great TV shows. And let's mm-hmm. see Sunday. Life goes on. Remember, life goes on with Corky. Oh yeah, Corky, Corky. That gave us uh, what's her name there? Uh, mm-hmm. Shoot, the girl that was in there. She was in. I, she was in matinee with Lisa Jacob. And she was, uh, oh blada. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that was a theme song, right? Yeah, oh blada, oh blada. Life, life goes on. Life goes on. Yeah, it was um, a good show for the time. So who? So who was that? Who was the? the uh, I, I can't remember her name offhand. Not. Not Kelly Martin. Is it Kelly Martin? Kelly Martin. That's her. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, Google. Uh, let's see. 60 Minutes. <laughs> that's been on for years. Um, Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, sad Who, she just recently just passed, passed away. Yeah. And mm-hmm. her co-star just passed away th- yet today. I think I just read that. What? One of the guys that was on the show. With her. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, they're old when they made it. Made it this far. Good for them. Well, and that's just the thing. If you look at the if you look at all these shows, all these shows are actors from like the sixties and seventies that right. are in their yep. shows now. Yeah. If you know, in eighty nine. Yeah. You yep. know. So I mean, we you know, we're like uh Matlock and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's everybody who was they got oh, they got their shows later on in life and you know, in their third or fourth <laughs> Uh, you know Hollywood existence, whereas <laughs> now you know, whereas now on TV, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're getting uh, some shows of people that you know Ralph Macchio is is, yeah. is doing that now for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> it's kind of kind of yeah it's kind of cool to have you know when people come think back about it they are mm-hmm. yeah i'm like it's just, it's just it's nostalgic but it's also cool to you know they've revitalized careers i like it to see someone come back mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i liked it when john travolta came back i liked it when you know yeah some I enjoy other it. great actors came back so yep cool cool uh so we'll finish Wait, up now somewhere. willie ames where is that willie ames at? no coming, willie where are you buddy he's like bible man now or so he's a superhero oh is he yeah Mm-hmm. He was at one point. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know where he is. Maybe him and Scott Bay were planning a Charles in Charge comeback. Yeah, mm-hmm. Charles still in charge. I think is going to be the name of, of the that. nursing home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you get Nicole Laggard in there, you'll be all right. <laughs> she won't go back yeah. <laughs> after her accusations with Scott Bay. She's not going back. Oh, she ain't going back. <laughs> uh, you, get, you, you get enough money, everybody goes back. It'll, you know, that's true. Come back after the success of Cobra Kai. She might, she might come back for a reunion. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she'll see that. Uh, the legacy sequel of Charles and Charge. I just looked up pictures of her. Maybe not. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, wonderful world of <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Parent track uh, <laughs> honeymoon is okay. on NBC. Sister nice. Kate, my yep, dad. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And the movie on Sunday night from 1986 is Top Gun. Wow. Oh, nice. Classic. Yeah. yeah. That's what's on the It's probably television. making its network television premiere that night, too, is like a big probably. deal. Oh, because yeah, that's a banger right there. Yeah. For- well, it takes years for those to finally get on regular TV. It was a big deal when they hit. But everyone's oh. home and they're like, we need to we need to hit them with a bang before these kids go back to school tomorrow. Let's give them Top Gun. Top Gun. Yes. Man. Absolutely. Very nice. Cool. Good good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Very good TV. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? Yeah, comics? Yeah. Comics. You want to do comics? I'll hit comics. Hit the spinner rack. Yeah. See what's going on there. Some good stuff. Not a big week. You know, it was a short week because of uh, usually holiday weeks. They keep things light. Uh, first up, Star Trek number two from DC is second series DC produced. This was off the tails of the uh, summer movie Star Trek five. So this was uh, the sentence uh which was kirk was going to be on trial this was the one that was written by peter david so it's pretty cool and then star trek the next generation number two hit uh the shelves the same day so we had both of those coming in Uh, and this was to gain honor lost by the federation in the wake of the uh the premax uh missing will Riker willingly enters into deadly combat with the planet's champion that was the second part of that so there you go uh, to follow in with that, Star Trek, the official fan club magazine number 70 dropped this week as well. So wow. pretty big deal. Talking about the next generation. That was a big cover story. Right. Big revitalization of Star Trek oh, yeah. with next gen at this time. Yes. At this, this point, because they were in their three? third third season at this third point. Season, so it was a pretty yeah. big, big deal. Uh, next up, Suicide Squad number 35. So uh, I bring it up just because the movies have been out. Bronze Tiger and Deadshot lead a rescue team to Apocalypse to save Amanda and the rest of the squad. Yeah, I never read the comic. Was it based somewhat on the movie or is it totally different? I never read it either, um, so I'm not sure. But I assume I assume they just kind of – most of the movies that come out now are based on the comics from the last, like, 10 to 20 years. Yeah. So probably more of that stuff um, than the others. Uh, next up, Superman number 37, Best Friends, guest starring The Guardian, and The Newsboy Legion, story by Jerry Ordway. 
Um, Superman helps uh, attempts to help Jimmy Olsen with his altered genetic makeup problem, but his pal is having no part of it. (laughs) Next up, Swamp Thing number 89. Uh, Back in the dawn of time, Swamp Thing learns the secret of the mysterious piece of amber and of Earth's first elemental. Uh, And this was back when uh, the second Swamp Thing movie hit, Return of the Swamp Thing. Oh, I enjoyed the first. I actually like the second one. As as corny and cheesy as it is, there's there's just some fun. I I don't know if I've ever. I like the the suit. I like better in the second movie. The Swamp Thing suit, I think, looks better. Yeah. Um, These were both produced by Michael Uslan. If if you're uh, wanting to know, so So he was doing Swamp Thing and Batman. Our friend, Michael. Yes, friend of the show, Michael Uslan. There you go. Excellent. That's cool. (laughs) So. Uh, hot off the tale of, of, of the uh, movie Batman, Tales of the Dark Knight softcover came out. This was a first printing of that where they took a bunch mm-hmm. of uh, stories from the f- past 50 years and uh, put them into a, right, a They tried trade. to jam every goddamn yeah. Batman story that they had on a yep. shelf down people's throat after that. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 27. Um, okay. This was... The, the Eastman and Laird years, so good stuff. Dream of yep. Stone. The turtles battle the monster called Complete Carnage. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a Michael Dooney story in art. Uh, next up, following that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number six. And this is The Adventures, which is the Archie book. Uh, okay. And this was based on the cartoon. Uh, Turtle uh, Of Turtles in Stone and Mary Bones. Script by Dean Clarion, Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown, who went on to create the Cowboys of Mesa for those that are mm-hmm. fans of Mirage stuff. Uh, next up was another one that I liked uh, at the time, Terminator, based on the movie. This was number 14. This was now comics doing that. Into the yep. Deep Blue Sea, um, a spinoff. Uh, next up, mm-hmm. Thor number 409. So uh, that was the uh, uh, first appearance of Thunderstrike in Doom is only 60 seconds away by Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco. Mm-hmm. Pencils by Ron Friends. Uh, let's see. Oh, this was a fun one, and I bring this up because friend of the show, uh, Larry Kenny, Thundercats annual oh, cool. uh, came out that way. Yeah. So that was uh, pretty cool. The Last Thundercats uh, was the name of that one. And this is another fun one I wanted to pick because The Tick was cool. Tick number six uh, came out if you're a fan of The Tick, which was always fun. Ben Endlin's show. Ben Endlin, who went on to write for Firefly, if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yes. running guy tries to stage a mock battle with the Red Scare. Cool now the comic was out before the show oh yes by yeah, yeah way before yeah it'd as been out for a while uh, as far as the com uh, the, the cartoon yes yeah. uh next up transformers number 58 uh all the familiar faces megatron alive ratchet a prisoner optimus is out of control written by simon Furman. there you go uh let's see what we got just switching gears here getting on my list and next up would be X-Men number 251, uh, which has a cool cover where, uh, what's his name, is uh, attached to the X there. Uh, Chris Claremont, art and covered by Mark Silvestri. Wolverine is badly wounded and left to the mercies of the diabolical Donald Pierce and the Deadly Reavers. There you go. Um, let's see. I go down, I go down. Um yeah, most of these are I'm I'm passing over all the Disney comics and stuff. Next up, Web uh, of Spider-Man number 56, Skin Deep Part 1 of 2. Uh, st- uh story by Jerry Conway, art by Alex Sev- Seviuk and Keith Williams. 
A group of skinheads are holding a rally on the Empire State University campus, and the rocket racer decides to break it up. Can Spider-Man keep the rocket racer out of trouble? And the rocket racer was an African-American. Uh, yeah. Just sort of right now. So you can see the yeah. tension building. Of course. Uh, next up, what if number six, which was what if uh, X-Men lost Inferno, which was a big uh, story Ooh. arc at the time. So it went into that uh, possibility of what could happen. Uh, next up, Wolverine number 15, the Genna Stone Affair, part five of six, Homecoming, written by Peter David, art by John Buscema. Uh, so that was when Wolverine was getting his own series. Pretty big deal uh -huh. at the time. Uh, let's see. And at the end of my list here, we're almost done. Um, they were reprinting uh, classic X-Men at the time. They were up to number 40 at this point. So they were taking. Well, they were so pieces. hot at the time that they yes. could go back and do that crap and, and yep. make us spend money on it. Yep. You know, that was number, and we'd buy number 40 then. Well, it's funny because X-Men went for like 60 something issues in its original run, then stopped. And they reprinted for a number of years till 75 when, of course, Claremont really kicked it off with giant size. And then it was hot. After that, it was huge. So, but that's it. There's your comic list for the week. Spinner Rack is awesome. done. Good stuff. Tight stuff. Those are fun. I used to love going to the, uh, it was Brooks Drugs in Waterville at the time. I'd buy, uh -huh. yeah. buy a yeah, lot of comics there on that show. That's where I started buying comics. Yeah. And the wit was going on. All there. my, uh, Blank cassette tapes, that's where I bought all of them so I could record stuff. Yeah, Brooks had everything, man. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're in Waterville because we didn't have much that's else. That's all you had. <laughs> that's all you had. Yeah. I didn't start going to Ravenswood till probably around this time. It was around 89. Um, was this at the old Ravenswood or the new? Location? Yeah, the one that was on um, Erskine Boulevard yeah, there. And that, yeah. That, like, yeah. That's where I started yeah. going, yeah. That's, you, got, you took me there. I went with you uh, the first time, I think. So that's where I got there. This must have been one of those days you could pull yourself away from Steve Jackson. <laughs> Jackson was busy. <laughs> well, we're getting to the age where people had cars or we knew someone that had a car. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, mean, into that. I, I mean, that was it. I was a comic book nerd when I was that age. And I would mm -hmm. just, I mean, I, all, all the money I made would go turn around and I'd be down there buying comic books, all the right. new ones and then old ones. Yeah. And, you you had uh, the whole run of Daredevil. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. See a number one back in those days. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Your mom uh, used to get those covers. I remember you had the Ninja Turtle covers, the original prints of those. Those yeah, were yeah. Awesome. She worked at a place oh, where wow. they printed. They printed, and that's back when uh, was it Laird and them was starting out. They were was, going through Solson. So and they that's were, where. Yeah, that's where that's where your mom was. Yeah, they were printing out yeah, of Utica. She had like all sorts of weird stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was right off Bleecker Street, I believe. Was that big uh, printing press place? Is that there? where they were printing the comics and stuff? I think so. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that was. Uh, that was, you know, I don't know. It was a good time for comics back then. So it was. There was a great time, for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. But that's just yeah. No, good. good. What's up? What's going What's on? What do we got left? We got cartoons. Yeah. We got music. Some good stuff coming. Yeah. Up. Yeah. So what do we have uh, first? Hit music. I'm going to music. Yeah, let's we'll do let it. Don, let's do music we'll and let, then end we'll on let, cartoons. We'll let Don finish one up. All right, might as All well. Right. Show's already in the shitter. Might as well finish strong. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I'll go take a nap. Just do that. Just do that. Just do that. Just do that. We got to get good music in here. Oh, no. We got to go all the way through. We got good music. This is 89. There's got to be great stuff. Oh, there is some good stuff in here. And we're going to, we're probably going to hear, I said I'd find a book here somewhere. Probably going to hear Cher come out at some point. If I could turn back, So, number 100, Don't Ask Me Why, Eurythmics. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they were, they had a, yeah, they played on SNL, I think, the week before, the week after. Oh, really? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we dropped down to number 99, uh, Cherish by Madonna. Mm-hmm. Cherish the love. Dun, 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 yeah, a lot of the, dun, dun, dun. a lot of these songs are higher up because I think they've already been out for a little while. And then, yeah, uh, I think they've been, yeah, we're hitting the end of yeah. their run. Uh, number 97, Big Talk, Warrant. Hmm. Warrant. I just know Cherry Pie. Yeah. <laughs> number right below that, number ninety-six, uh, right here waiting, Richard Marks. Yep. I'll oh, be yeah. right Marks. here waiting for you. Do 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 do. <laughs> oh, Dick Marks. Good. Dick uh, Marks. Number ninety-two. I just found it interesting that they were still around at this point in time. Hide your heart. Kiss. Oh yeah. Hey, nice. they're still cutting some records. Did not think this is Kiss, hey. no makeup. Yeah, so this would have been after the makeup because yeah. it was around 84-ish, 85-ish. They took the makeup off. Yeah, because so that's that's one of my favorite Kiss songs came from that era, which was "Lick It Up." I don't know why I love that song. When it comes on, I have classic rewind on on Sirius XM, and when "Lick It Up" comes on, I'm like, "Crank damn fucker, that's a great song." Crank. <laughs> I don't know why. It's such a weird. It's like. It's just, I, and there's something about the, the music and the chorus. It just all works. <laughs> well, Gene Simmons can sleep like in There you go, Gene. He got one of them. He's, He's like, hey, I got a compliment. I'm going to listen to that podcast now. That's right. <laughs> uh, number 90, uh, Kickstart My Heart, Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kickstart My Heart. Da, 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 da. That was a good song. That's a great song. Yeah. And obviously, it's on its way out at this point, being number yeah. 90. Oh, I think no, so, yeah. It's, it's uh, been on here for a while. It's never gone out for me. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that song will pump you up. That, that's a yeah. good entrance to the room. That's, you know, that's a good they got, song. yeah. The, of, Molly Crew had some good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Number yeah. 89, uh, a remake here, a Radar Love by White Lion. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I don't remember that version. But... I don't either. I just think a golden earring, you know? Yeah, that's the only one you need to think about. It's called Red on the Hook. Number 88. I just saw the, uh, this is uh, Principal's Office, Young MC. And I hmm. can only imagine okay. it. it's it's one of those raps that's probably yep. like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Well, Young like, MC had. What's um, all what what's I do the move? Yeah. I don't right, know. So, so. It was the, the flip move. side. It was the B side of the record. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be, I don't know. Uh, number eighty-five. Jamie's got a gun. Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Jamie's got a gun. Do, 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 do. That's a good song. Jamie's got a gun. Uh, number eighty. Uh, Heaven by Warrant. Okay, mm-hmm. that one I do remember. Right. Heaven is it too far away? I think that was it. Yeah, they, they they came and then they left. Yeah, yeah. Warrant was, he's dead. Warrant was served. I think. I think the lead singer. Oh really? I, I think it was suicide. I could be wrong, but I think so. or overdose or something. All right. Uh, Not to spare you dead. 
on that happy note, uh, number 78. <laughs> Might as well uh, bring us down further. Yeah. <laughs> number 78, <laughs> Healing Hands by Elton John. Hmm. That one I'm familiar with, though. Phil. And right below that, number 77, Pretending by Eric Clapton. That's when she said we were pretending. Do, do, do. Oh, okay, yeah. Didn't know that was the name of it. I didn't know that's what he was you saying. Know, no, no, Kyle brought it alive yeah. in my ears. Brother. There it Thank is. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 74, if I could turn back time. Uh, if I could turn back time. <laughs> You could have skipped. You could have skipped that one. I'm, I'm actually ah, wearing. Right, hey, hey! I'm actually no wearing the same have... pants that she's wearing. That she was wearing in that video. Want to see? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Because she was on the boat, right? Was that the? Or she yeah, had that? She yeah. was wearing oh, yeah. a thong with like uh -huh. <laughs> like uh -huh. nylons Fish, and a thong. Fishnet. Fishnet. Fishnets. Full, right. Full yeah. Fishnets. Yeah, and a whole uh, lot of nothing. Number sixty-eight. <laughs> I'm not the man I used to be. Fine young cannibals. I'm not the okay. man I used to be. I can't remember how that goes, but yeah, I mean, number, she drives me crazy with this song. Number 66, yeah. The Best by Tina Turner. Simply the best. Do, do, do. Better than all the rest. <laughs> I'm right below Better this. than anyone. <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to keep going now. Gonna... I, I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just got him wound up. We got him wound up. Yeah, there we go. It's best, uh, it's best just to let him finish, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Just let him ride it out. Just let him. You got it on your leg. You let him ride it out. <laughs> exactly. Goddamn tailpipe stuff and some bitch. Yeah, you know. Uh, number 65. <laughs> I think I can beat Mike Tyson, DJ Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh oh, yeah. I remember that one from last time. but uh, yeah. like, I don't remember. I, remember, I listened I remember, to it when I put it on. Remember, but remember, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. It sounded like all the other ones. They all sound very similar. <laughs> Jazzy yeah. Jeff didn't have a big range. Paris just don't understand. You know what I mean? No, yeah, well, right. They all kind of had that, that same that. sort of. <laughs> it's like that sort of beat Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly how I went. I think you could do the song without even hearing it. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, number 64, uh, Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You, Millie Vanilli. Girl, I'm gonna miss you. They're not singing. I should. No. You should sing it while I mouth it. There you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> uh, number sixty-two, love song, The Cure. Do, 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 do. And I will always love you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's a good song too. Cure, uh, rocking out. Number yeah. fifty-seven. Uh, I'll be good to you, Quincy Jones, featuring Ray Charles and Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, yay! Wow. Yeah, I don't know that one offhand. Hmm. Sounds like a good combo, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Number fifty-three. I remember you, Skid Row. Oh, I remember I like you. Yeah. I, really I like Skid Row. You, Sebastian Bach. Uh, He's number... a great addition to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> was he? Yeah, I like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I was a big fan of Gilmore Girls. Well, I like Gilmore Girls. I don't think it was like you know quintessential in making it a success. No, of course not. But I, I thought he was fun to have on the show. He was good. Number fifty-one, uh, Sugar Daddy, the Thompson Twins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah familiar with that. I didn't realize Thompson Twins are still. 
Uh, some of these, I'm just at like, at the, the timing, I'm like, why are they still here? Or why are they here already? It's a, it's a mm. weird time. But Man. number 48, Dr. Feelgood, Motley Crue. He's the one yeah. that calls the Feelgood. He's the one that makes oh. you feel all right. He's the one that calls the Feelgood. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> that whole album's great. That's, that's, yeah. that's a good Motley Crue album. It is a good album. A lot of good probably, stuff. probably the last good one they did, right? Mm-hmm. It was agree. like it seemed to be like the culmination of the the hair bands. Yeah, they, yes. Yeah. This know? was this was like I think this was the apex of the hair bands. Like they still were popular for a couple more years, but by because about by ninety one like, we had Nirvana coming in and then, yeah, then the grunge, yeah, yeah, grunge, is, yeah. grunge took over. Yeah. And I think at this and no showering. Because when did yeah. uh, uh Guns N' Roses did uh Terminator two 91. 91, yeah, yeah. That was the tail end of their stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, number 47, Fool for Your Lovin', White Snake. I'm a fool for you. Yeah, I can hear it in my head, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, White Snake. I mean, here I go again in 87. Here we well, are. Well, here's one now. that you can hear in your head and you can sing, guaranteed. Okay. Number 43, Free Fallen, Tom Petty. And I'm free. Free falling. It's a great song. That Full Moon Fever oh. is a great album. Yeah. Love that album. Don't Back Down is my favorite song like that, but I love that. I didn't, realize, album. I didn't realize it was Fallen. I thought it was Fallen. <laughs> Free Fallen? <laughs> but I don't wear my underwear. Yeah, that might have been a weird album. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Free Fallen. <laughs> uh, number 40, Oh Father, Madonna. Not, uh, hmm. not yeah, oh father. Oh father. <laughs> Is this like the the uh, part two of Papa Don't Preach? I don't know. That's that what I was. Either. That's that's the song that popped in my head was Papa Don't Preach. As soon as that heard Oh Father, I could all I could think of was Papa Don't yeah. Preach. I would got <laughs> must know it, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. Probably, can't I would assume. It. I mean, this is this is during the uh, that controversial song she did. What was that one? Uh, like a prayer. Like a prayer. So it was right around yeah. that time. So I mean, I must have heard mm. it. Isn't that what Winnie Pooh used to say? Oh, father. Oh, father. No, father. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, number 37. Uh, and I think this one, I, this one's for the children, new kids on the block. Now, is this, is, is this one for like uh, abused kids or something? I think so. Was think it something they like they did, they did mm -hmm. that or missing children or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they could get away with it. Michael Jackson wouldn't have been able to. Right, no, because <laughs> Michael Jackson would be grabbing his crotch. This one's for the children! Right. <laughs> <laughs> the missing ones are in my closet. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, number three. <laughs> An awkward pause. <laughs> Number thirty-five. I just, I just love Rich's enthusiasm. Like, okay, it's a number one. Uh, soon. I'm, 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 I'm trying to move it along, fellas. Number thirty-five. Loving an elevator, Aerosmith. Loving yeah. an elevator. Do 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 That's a good album. That was Pump. That was a big album. Somebody's got a gun. That one. Good What'd stuff. you call it? Pump. It's the name of the oh, album. Oh, I thought you yeah. called it Pump. I was like, what the fuck? Pump. No, that's... Pump. That was the album. It was good. Yeah, pump. good album. That was a big album for them. That really 
Oh yeah, really that's, cemented them. That's in, the first one okay. I got in my RCA uh, buy at home kit or whatever. Columbia, Columbia house. You know what this is? Yep, big Jay. old truck on the cover. I'm gonna give it a listen. Yeah. Big uh, hit. Number thirty-three, the Angel song, "Great White." Remember that? Hmm. Man, a lot of great white out of this, but yeah, no, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, don't know. Number 31, Sowing the Seeds of Love, Tears oh, for Fears. Oh, love that song. Sowing the seeds of love, the seeds of love, sowing the seeds, and Antony, and the politics of greed. <laughs> <You're gone. laughs> Number 30, uh, Rock Witcher. Bobby Brown. Yeah, rock with ya. Bobby Brown. Big. Mm -hmm. Big office hit from uh, Ghostbusters 2. Two. Mm -hmm. uh, number 28. The classic. Me so horny. The two left. <laughs> <laughs> me so horny. Oh, hey. me so horny. Me love you long time. That was, uh, what was his name? Luke Skywalker was the guy that yeah. got sued by Lucas. Good stuff. They were big. Uh, short yeah. time. Yes. Yes, they were. Very number short time. Seven. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't these, uh, sorry, Rich, wasn't there no. an SNL skit? It was a Sinatra group, and wasn't it Luke from Two Life? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Telling, you got a Ben Vereen, Chris Rock doing it. Yeah. 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 I don't oh, have talent. You got yeah. it. You got a Ben Vereen yeah. quality. Yeah. No, I man. Think, I don't yeah. have a talent. I, that's, that's, that's I like the butts. Yeah. <laughs> Luca, uh, that I it's ever not. really saw someone else's impression of it, yeah, 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 that was the guy, yeah, <laughs> yep. nah, you're good, baby, yeah, swing, <laughs> baby, platinum, uh, <laughs> and a little SNL there, but that's what I think of two life, nice, that's what I think of, that uh, yeah, well, sure. no, that's spot on, Sinead spot on, and, uh, spot on. And, yeah, two life, <laughs> what gives uh, Paul? I'm looking at you, I'm thinking cue ball in the side pocket. <laughs> that was good uh, number 27 uh, cover girl new kids on the block mm. the cover girl. <laughs> well, here's another one for you Kyle number 26 just like Jesse James share oh Cher's just like Jesse James Oh, Cher, you bring some laughs. Uh, she's yeah, she got some. She's coming back with some big hits. Yeah, she was. Yeah, this was a huge renaissance for her. I mean, mm -hmm. she was in the yep. movies. She got the mm -hmm. Oscar nom, and why not right. do another album? Bam, Sonny's just much. like I'm gonna run for mayor of this little it? town. Uh, Starstruck. What was the movie? Moon, Moonstruck. Moon Moonstruck. 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 Snap. Witches of Witches of Eastwick. Those were big hits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Mask. The mask, yeah, mask. Way before that, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, number twenty-five, love oh, song, Tesla. Okay, yeah, Tesla's love yeah, song. Yeah, a lot of love. Mm -hmm. Loving. Cure's got their love song. Tesla's got their love song. And number twenty-two, Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. We are a part of the Rhythm Nation. Number twenty-one, Miss You Much, Janet Jackson. Wow, right? Well, back to back. Wow. I miss you yeah. much. M I S you much, really miss you much. <laughs> Number 20, didn't I blow your mind, new kids on the block? Didn't I blow your mind this time? 
Number 19. Oh, she ever answered the question. I don't think she did. No, I don't think she did. She's like, nah, you didn't. No. Number 19. Pump up the jam. Tektronic featuring Belly. Pump the jam. Oh, your feet is bumping. And hit the ground with bumping. Oh, man. Techno style music is coming out, too. Yeah. The dance house music stuff. The A side to your B side from Young MC, Bust a Move. Yeah. There we go. That's why. Yep. I had a great bif- uh, bass riff. That was Flea from Chili Peppers did the bass for that song. Oh, yeah. Doom, 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 that was number 17. While, while he also appeared in Back to the Future Part Back to the Future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. As Needles. <laughs> and when did, uh, when did Point Break come out? Point Break was 90, I think, 1990. Okay, I was going to say, because he was also in that. That was Anthony Kiedis was in that with him, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Number 16, uh, Living in Sin, Bon Jovi. Mm -hmm. Well, first you're living (laughs) in a prayer, now you're living in sin. Okay. Oh, you got to have a sequel to that one, right? Or is it living in sin (laughs) and then living out of prayer? I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, number 11, get on your feet, Gloria Stefan. Yep. Get on your feet. Do, 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 do. Ah, the Miami. Was that without the Miami Sound Machine, I guess? I think just, so. It yeah. just has her credit, so. Yeah, she, must be. It's so get rid of that. Dragging me that down. Song popped in my head today. I have no idea why, but now I, yeah. now I know. It was kind of like a telepathy. Kind there of it was, yeah. You knew it was I coming. <laughs> now it's in my head. Thanks a lot. Mm. All right. Number 10, and we hit all the top 10, but we're all here. Right. Another Day in Paradise, Phil Collins, number 10. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. Filzy. Number, number nine, Don't Know Much, Linda Rodstent, featuring yeah. I don't know Aaron. much. Yeah. But I'm not I don't know much, yeah. but I know I love you. <laughs> I see that weird range of singing. And that may be. All I need to know. Yeah, that big, that big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that, yeah, that huge. He's recording. <laughs> I've never seen anybody cut Aaron Neville down as hard as you right now. You just. <laughs> oh, these people are gonna call us tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we. He and I had a thing way back, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> They had a scuffle at the MTV Music Awards. Yeah. Uh, He's like, you're a prick. It's like he he went to the the Barry Gibbs style of singing. It's like he was almost like, you know, the member of the Bee Gees. Like, sorry, you just can't join us. You're not a brother. (laughs) Yeah, they had that same cadence. Yeah. They really drag out those notes. Great great singer, though. Oh, yeah, he had some good hits. He will be missed. Kyle just mm-hmm. teases. He was a good man. He always, he always, he, had, he always wore that denim. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. He always wore the denim, the denim vest with the with, without oh, the sleeves. Yeah, 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 that's right. That was his big look. Vest. I remember the vest. Yeah. He was a good man. Linda Rodstad. She was a bitch. No, I, I don't know anything about Linda. She was a lady, I think. From what I from what I read, she was a number number eight. Back to life, soul to soul. Back to life, back to, back to reality. reality, back to life. 
<laughs> that was a pretty big hit. Number seven. That, that, that I, don't know, I don't know how. Number seven is Poison <laughs> by Alice Cooper. Oh, Poison. That's got to be a good song, too. Yeah. That one and, mm-hmm. and you and me. It's probably one of my favorite Alice Cooper songs. That's a good, yeah. That I, I like that and Feed My Frankenstein, which I think mm-hmm. was around the same time, too. It's about that it's same time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number six, uh, and Angelia, Richard Marks. Hmm. Not, not one of my Dick Marks songs I'm familiar with. Mm. Angelia. Is that, a, is that a name or is that like Angelia? Like, <laughs> what do you want on that peanut butter? Angelia. Angelia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Angela. I think I might have throw oh, a couple extra. Angela. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little extra syllable in her. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. All right. I don't know what it is. I still don't know the song. So me and no, Reed sometimes don't work out. I gotta, I gotta look it up. <laughs> all right. Anya. Number five. We didn't start the fire. The fire. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Burning, That's really how I learned uh, my uh, my history was just listening to that song. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. Mm-hmm. No, no need to. When you learn the lyrics, because they like yeah. that song and um, the end of the world as we know it. We're like, yeah, like they took some effort to learn those lyrics because they sang them pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Number Stop. four. It's just the way that you love me. Paula Abdul. It's just mm-hmm. the way that you love me. Oh, Forever Your Girl, big album. Mm-hmm. Paula Abdul, just coming to, into it right there. <clears throat> Number three, Love Shack, the B-52s. Oh, oh now God, we're talking. Jesus. Yeah, huge. Ten oh, roof, man. rusted. Yeah. I don't know why. Love Shack, baby. Love Shack. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's got to have a rusty roof, I guess. Number two. I guess they couldn't say bang house or something. Maybe maybe to keep it clean. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people are in this love it's shack. A I mean, bang house, a lot. baby. Yeah, pretty much. It's, I mean, it just seems like a place where you just go to. I think, it's, uh, I think at some point it was called the crab shack. Wearing next to nothing. Because <laughs> so. it's hot as an oven. <laughs> All right, number two, When I See You Smile, Bad English. Mm-hmm. When I See You Smile. Ted Nugent. A lot of rock, <clears throat> lot of rock ballads coming out. That was, uh, that was one of them like super groups because you had Ted Nugent from yeah. you know playing mm-hmm. guitar. Like, yeah, oh, what, a bunch uh, of da- Damn Yankees? Didn't they turn yeah, uh, oh, yeah, damn, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm the wrong. Yeah. You're right. Damn Yankees was that yeah. one. This is Bad English, which was the guy that sang, uh, was it? Uh, it was a Tom, John, Tom Waits, Tom Waits, right? That's yeah, who I think, uh, I think it's Tom Waits, yeah. That's who was in this group. <clears throat> okay, we Got come down to number one. This is Thanksgiving. Oh, damn time. Mm. 1989. What do you Turkey think? Turkey time. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Well, bad dance isn't on there because that's all coming down. Party Man? <laughs> no, that would have been over too. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't Arms know. of Orion, I'm, I'm, no, that didn't even hit the charts. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm just picking up the Batman song. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I, sure. I, I don't know. What 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 uh, what would it be? Number one is Blame It sure. on the Rain. Oh, yes, that really? makes sense. This Blame is, it on the rain. This is right before the fall of Millie Vanilla. Yeah. It was it was probably about five months that. from here. Mm-hmm. Maybe about five, six months from here that they fall that, that they fall, said, yeah. fall happens. 
So oh, that is music for this cool. week. They were framed. They were framed. Good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Good stuff. So we got just cartoons left. Yeah. What I do we guess. got in the curtains yeah. this week? Oh, let's see. Let's turn on the TV. Let's see. Where are we? Uh, let's start with ABC. Eight o'clock in the morning. He's got a pup named Scooby Doo. Nice. Good show. Pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, there's still there's also there's a lot of good stuff. So after that, Disney's got the Gummy Bears, which I know I watch. I love the Gummy Bears. Love the Gummy Bears. Uh, gummy Bears lasted a long time. They're everywhere. That yeah, is right. I'm surprised that they were still. Uh, and then he mentions the Winnie Pooh. Which I'm yeah, that was really that watching. was a good show. I actually but, watched yeah. it with my daughter recently. She loved it. Yeah, but it was it was, was kind of like a new. It was a you know revitalizing. Yeah, yeah, it was a you know, well, like just a, a regular thirty minute adventures. It was good. Yep. I like that stuff. It was enough for me to I you know go. Pooh bear, we need the Pooh bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that theme. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. After that was Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. So, yeah. Oh, one of my favorites. That, this was a weird era because this was right after um, the movie. So they 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 shortened the episode. It went for it was an hour right. long the previous season. So now mm-hmm. they were half an hour. So they were splitting Slimer and Ghostbusters up a little right. bit more, and they were like fifteen minute adventures most of the time. Yeah, they, I didn't they, like yeah, the fifteen minute this... ones as much. Yeah, I forgot because I got this broken up. It says nine thirty, and it goes all the way to you know to ten. So I'm like, or oh yeah, yeah, time slot. So yeah, so that makes sense that they yeah they had it split that time. And after that, Beetlejuice is on, which is awesome. Oh, love Beetlejuice. That was a great cartoon. So good. They just that that one that one hit hit it out of the park. That first season was so good at that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, After that, Bugs (laughs) Bunny and the Tweety Show. Always, always a classic. uh, That Mm -hmm. whole lineup, all the way up to new. Oh yeah. Which I watched. I watched all those. Had to flip through because when we switch over to CBS, um, okay, this one I don't remember. Dink the little dinosaur. Yep, Dink. Remember Dink? It wasn't a very good one, um, but <laughs> yeah. it was. It was just like these kids really. found this dinosaur, and he was just like a little, you know, he was like a. God, like you a, probably watched this like Parasaurophilus. I have not watched this one recently, but okay. I do remember. <laughs> It is on Tubi yeah, TV. I, it's in my my queue list. At some point, I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> I just, it's in my queue. <laughs> you know, dink the little dinosaur. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, you know, it's like uh, it was like a Parasaurophilus type of dinosaur, the Pompadour Elvis. Okay. You know. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like I just feel like you just going around, just kind of being a jerk to everyone. Like, you know, that little dinosaur just keeps messing up the neighborhood. What a dink. What a dink. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, dink the dinosaur. You know, he played a guitar. If you if that that's a, that's a probably enough for you to know. Right, I like my be. dinosaurs. Like most dinosaurs do, so that's really not a talent. It's like other than the T Rex, because they just can't hold on to it because of the small arms. But I can. Just around the time that dinosaurs is on TV. No, that's a couple of years off. No. I think a year or two yeah. off. But thanks yeah. to Dink, uh, yeah. that, that revitalized. Yeah, Dink, and you had Denver. Exactly. Denver was another one that that came out. Denver, the, Denver the dinosaur. Denver, the last dinosaur. Yep. I believe Denver, Dink the last the dinosaur. Dink they were very really similar. Inspired Spielberg, right? He to do yeah, he said, I got to make Jurassic Park. This cartoon makes yeah. me want to see a dinosaur movie. <laughs> and all my dinosaurs are going to be dinks. Right. <laughs> they were. friendly. Every single one is a complete dink. Uh, so after the dinosaurs, which I guess I didn't watch, but I hadn't been flipping through because the Muppet Babies comes on. Yeah, uh, Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies on until like 92. It was on a long time. Yeah. Uh, after that, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. Pee Wee, great so, show. 
<laughs> yep. So that's why Cherry's chair is still popular. In that the is right. Toy section because that's right. The toys that they had out too chair. were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Way we went for that. another couple of years, I think. Uh, California raisins um, is is oh, I yeah. remember them. Doom, yeah. doom, 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 little claymation going yep. on. Claymation. Then yeah. we had Garfield and Friends. Oh yeah, classic. And US I can't believe Raggedy, Raggedy Ann and Andy yep. came back out. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. It was uh, a. It started with a, a Halloween special called The Pumpkin That Couldn't Smile uh, that oh, Chuck Jones right, did. Yep. And then from there, they spun it into the, the TV series. Wow. The fact that you know and, that scares me. Yeah. And you probably I love Chuck Jones. Started all with a special. <laughs> well, that's how the, the Chipmunks started that way with the, the Revitalized show. It was based off the Chuck Jones did at the holiday special. And then it's, it, it got a regular series from there. Oh, Bastard wow. laughing a long time. Yeah, won't be able to forget that information. I won't get that two minutes yeah. back, but oh well. <laughs> you, you, you may have watched this one yesterday. I don't remember. I guess I have to look at the picture. Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Yep, I remember Rude Dog. That was uh, based off a stupid shirt design. It was like a character on a shirt. Oh, I had Rude Dog oh. shirts. Yeah, and then yep, and then okay. it got a it got a show from that, and it, that was pretty Rude much it. it was Dog. one had, season. That but... was like one of those things that they mm-hmm. made Rude Dog. It was like yep. a brand. Yep, probably for a year. That was yep. it, and then it got oh, popular yeah. enough where they said, "Let's make a cartoon." And there it was one year. <laughs> so CBS had Dinks, Pee Wee's, and Dweebs. That was their lineup. <laughs> there you <Pretty> go. <laughs> the hell of a lineup right there. Uh, switch to NBC. They had Elf Tales. Yes, Elf Tales was great. Elf, Elf, it was basically Elf, Elf the animated, animated series. series. Yes, they had two, both of them. So you had Elf right. the animated series, which was his adventures on Melmac before he gets mm-hmm. to Earth. And right. then Elf Tales, they took old stories and retold them with Elf characters. With so elf. like Robin Hood, okay, that's right. You know, yep. uh, Sleeping Beauty, uh, you know, Rumpelstiltskin. They did all those. It was great. Okay, those were, right. That was a really yeah. good show. <laughs> it was so fun. They, uh, they squeezing blood from a stone right there. Like, Absolutely. How can we get as much Absolutely. Out of Elf? elf. From 1986 oh. to 1990, Elf was, mm-hmm. he was out there. He was doing a lot of things. Elf Tales. Yep. And he was the bookmark of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> started, <laughs> started started the morning and ended it. it hey, Willie! Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Same guy doing N. the voice. Oh, Captain, Captain N. N. And the Game Master. Love yeah. that show. Great cartoon. That was where this kid gets sucked into his Nintendo, into the TV, and mm-hmm. he goes to Nintendo Land. Oh, that's And he's right. fighting I, okay. Mother no, Brain okay. from uh, Mega Man, or and then he's hanging out with Kid Icarus. Simon from Castlevania. You know, it, oh, it's like it was, right. it was all these Nintendo Captain game yeah. characters that he was, uh, yeah. he was playing. Castlevania. Love that show. Yeah. Love that show. That was a great cartoon. Let's see. What else was left? <laughs> Not much. The Karate Kid. Yep. Karate Kid animated series. Cartoon? Yep. It was basically it took took off after the second movie because he was with uh, uh, Kumiko. Was that her name? Mm-hmm. And they were they were going on him, Miyagi, those... Uh, Daniel San Miyagi and Kumiko going around the world. There was a lantern that got stolen and they had to get it back. Was he always Off walking course. around in a white uh outfit? No, he had the red gi red from the second white. movie. He was wearing that mm-hmm. with the white pants. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> he yeah. had the gi the whole time with the headband. With the headband. With the headband. Uh, yeah. Wherever he this, went. Wherever, wherever he went. He went. 
You gotta, you gotta establish yourself. Yeah, Mr. Hey, T style. Yeah. Again, jump on Tubi. It's on Tubi. <laughs> if you want to watch any of these old shows. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go watch Dink the Little Dinosaur tonight. <laughs> Get that one out of, off the plate. So yeah. not much else left other than the Smurfs, which had a whole hour block to themselves. Smurf was starting to wind down around this time. It, it went say, for another year, year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yep. Still a big on. hit. And then mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. Uh, yeah, to, uh, Saved by the Bell's the first Bell. season. Mm-hmm. Yep. First year on. This so, was a big deal. So. Not a cartoon, but it's in the block of uh, oh, all cartoons. It's, it's a big deal. I mean, you're not, talking. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, the the first year, it was the first year on with the new cast, right? This was with after the Good Morning Miss Bliss. So Screech, Slater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelly. Good, good Morning Miss Bliss, they pass off as Saved by the Bell. Like, right? Yes, because that started on Disney Channel. Is that where it started? Okay. Yeah, it went for one season. Then they said, we're going to retool it. NBC took it, and then it became the hit that it was. Oh, it was only on one season. Okay, I always saw it. Yeah, the Miss Bliss was one season, and that was it. So, But they retooled yeah. it, and it ran forever on NBC, like for a good three, four years. They produced a shit ton of episodes. That was a big hit. Yeah, I'm it glad was. they got rid of it. <laughs> Damn that Miss Bliss. I didn't care for Miss Bliss. Yeah, yeah. What a ding. <laughs> Those are weird ones when you watch. If you go back and rewatch it, and that's that fell into the yeah. like on TBS. Mm-hmm. It would like those episodes. You're like, what is it? I don't want to watch this one. Get to the Kelly Kapowski years. So is that is that cartoons then? That's it. That huh? is it. That's cartoons. Wow. That shuts the TV. That's off the show. Saturday morning. So we can that's we can show. finally that's put everything. a stick in this big. <laughs> yeah, the turkey's no, done. I, the bananas in the tailpipe. The banana. <laughs> The, the banana is in the, the tailpipe. I repeat, yeah. the banana is in the, the tailpipe. tailpipe. I mean, just a way to close it up. I mean, that, I go. mean, not. I mean, obviously, Back to the Future Two, exciting. Um, yeah, some other stuff cool stuff. That great this week, but it's a strange week because it is that holiday week. It is. So it I is. think that, mm-hmm. that that slowed a few things down, but that doesn't that doesn't mean it's not interesting and fun. It never stopped right. us before. Right, you know, <laughs> never before. We can right. pump out crap stuff. just like anybody else, baby. We, can... <laughs> we excel at it. We excel at it. <laughs> That's why. Well, we're uh, where are we heading from here? Jeez, um, I think we're heading to. We're gonna go to that first of the the B movies, right? I think we're gonna hit that. Okay. Our All favorite, right. our favorite B movie of the '80s. All right. Well, let's okay. talk. We'll talk about that. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, we, need I, to, we need to head into that. But we yeah. uh, we'll discuss. We some, yeah, we got some interviews coming up. Yeah, I, we got some interviews. Well, we'll talk about where we're going to yeah. go. So, so right now it's an open book. We'll yeah. say, um, mm-hmm. but we want to get into our B movie uh, segments. Yeah, um, I can't but, wait. I'm so excited about mine. It's going to be awesome. Um, so we'll end it up with uh, Don. What'd you learn this week? Uh, I didn't learn much because it was a shit week. Um, <laughs> Uh, what did I learn this week? Um, I didn't know that, that, um, what was the song that flea played on that you told me at Kyle? young MC, uh, oh, Bust I didn't move. Know that. I didn't. yeah. Cause I know last week we talked about, um, our last, last bum, podcast bum. we talked about, um, Eddie Van Halen and beat it, but I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Andy Van Halen yeah. beat it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you that, watch the um, watch the video, um, he's in there playing, you see him, he's got his teddy bear pants on and he's like really, you know, jamming uh, on the bass. It's cool. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Kyle, what did you learn? Um, What did I learn? Um, Let me think. Well, I learned that um, uh, apparently I put 
bananas and tailpipes. Um, mm-hmm. That is something uh, new to me. No. Yeah, um, Rich and I knew that. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, yeah. No, I, 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 um, no, I guess I, I, I say my takeaway this week would have been from um, the news would have been the, I, I think the most interesting thing I, I, I thought was the uh, no smoking thing. Because it, mm-hmm. at this point, I forget the fact that there was smoking. So yeah readily and when when you say that there was smoking was banned it's like holy crap it was at one point okay to do that and yeah to learn it was 89 when that changed yeah it's one thing to be in a restaurant or even you know out in the open or walking through the mall but to be in an airplane now to imagine someone sitting next to you smoking a cigarette yeah i mean or you bought a non-smoking section how what would that do for you Years ago, not was, do it. I mean, airplane was different, like same thing with the restaurant. I remember smoking or not smoking, yeah, where they'd always ask, yeah, you know, and yeah, it made no difference. It really, no. yeah, I know you're still sucking in the smoke, no matter where you sit, right? <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, good stuff. And so, what I learned was, uh, I learned that Kyle had a secret life when we were kids and he hung out with uh, uh, Steve Jackson all the time, <laughs> Steve Jackson, and, yeah, you know, and I was really uh, kind of hurt by the whole matter. <laughs> if you're gonna ask me, you know. About don't it. don't be hurt. <laughs> and sh- and should but, be uh, and should this. But be, I did learn should that. This that rich, uh, if, yeah. Should this be Rich's last podcast because of the, <laughs> yeah. the turmoil? He's like, "Fuck you! I'm right. not going back." This is this is what happened to the Beatles, motherfucker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Steve Jackson was Thanks our Yoko. For, God damn it. <laughs> Thanks for everything, uh, Rich. It was really great. We, it was we good to have you here. Yep. This oh, is where oh, I'm taking my stand. This is this is the hill I'm dying on. I hope uh, we can repair <laughs> the damage that Kyle did. I know. Oh, so many years uh, ago. That uh, bastard. Without you. Uh, <laughs> but we'll be uh, and uh, so, uh, as always, folks, remember here at the 80s Kids, we will always do the Googling for you. Mainly Kyle and Don, not so much me during the show, but they will do it more than I. So, just so you know. We'll do it whatever is needed. Right. When you need it. Yeah, exactly. That's when right. you need it. And uh, that's about it. One more right. thanks to our uh, our special guest we had. Yes. Thanks so much to Jeff oh. Jeffrey Weissman. So much fun. Incredible. Thanks for uh, sharing all those stories. Back to the Future, Part Two. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys on the next one. See you in the future. See you. Or the past. Or in the middle.